With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the night with your host, Omar Big Old intro because uh the people who are listening didn't get to hear the clapping and stuff but uh that's how we enter a room exactly what's Any going room. what's going on guys good uh, good how are you funny seeing you do a zephyr walking into the studio right now <laughs> you just see all the belly dancers the announcements <laughs> and everything else just, we should do that kasata. all the time why don't we do that all the time what does that come in like that into the studio who's gonna see it yeah just for us you know what when we do you a know, video blog maybe that'll be kind of interesting it might um, be I'll that's, bring a Dizdasha and I'll go on all that stuff. I'll do that too. That's actually <laughs> down. That's actually in the plans down the road. Is it really? Yeah. Tell me more. Tell me more. That's something I've been thinking about. It's just a matter of uh, you know getting the right equipment, getting the right uh, you know audience and stuff like that together too. Maybe we can do a go a GoFundMe page. Okay. And raise some money. Really? Why not? Everybody else is doing it, right? That's right. Why not? <laughs> all right. We got flight, flight return is in the house. What's happening? Oh, we got Mark in the house. We got Sam in the house. Flex, Steve, and yours truly. So it's been a while since we got together here on this uh, cup of chai, if you will. So what's been going on the last month? Obviously, we had Christmas, New Year's. Any New Year's resolutions for the group? I got a New Year's resolution every day, and I usually fail. But how come that does not surprise me? What do they say? Uh, New Year's resolutions are like uh, a to-do list for the first week of January. That's right. Sometimes it should just be a continuous. Stay away from negative people. That's right. You know, don't <laughs> let people bring you down. Stay away from negativity. That's Keep right. Forward thinking, positive. You know, I mean, really, it's all you can do in life. I like yep. to. I like to just kind of set a couple goals for the year instead of a resolution list. Yeah. You know, that's right. Exactly. I yeah. do the same thing. I have a vision board every year. My vision that's for the year. What I want to accomplish for the year. So I mean. A, Think about what you want to accomplish for the year. You put on it, and you see it every day. So it's your vision for the year, whatever it may be. I have yeah. a lot of vision throughout the year. <laughs> well, and you have a lot hey, of voices in your head, Sorry, too. it's not a PC <laughs> comment I just made here. I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have called it a, uh, a vision board. I'm sorry. Oh, did I offend you? Sam, What's wrong so with vision boards? Do I look like I'm blind? Oh, okay. Then I guess it's not a PC, com- <laughs> PC uh, incorrect comment, so I thank you for that. <laughs> so uh, a lot's been going on in the news lately as well. I don't know if you've seen that uh, your girl uh, Sarah Palin endorsed good old Donald Trump. Oh God! Oh my God! It. I, <laughs> are you kidding? I I, I'm, mm-hmm. I am withdrawing all my support from for this guy because if you look <laughs> at some of his statements in the past, you know he leans very very left. He does, but at the same time they're all in the same boat anyway. All these politicians. That's true. 
I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just starting to realize that, that like you just said, they're all in they're the same all, boat. They all do the same thing. They all evade taxes. They all do. They all. It's the all do what I say, not what I do routine. Yeah. Uh, insider trading was legal for Congress until I think just last year they finally passed a bill where it was not, but it was actually legal for insider trading. Yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, there's so many things that go on that just proves that they all do that the same thing. That the average thing. guy is, gets the short it's, end of the stick, no matter what. It's right? the dog and pony show in front of the public, where they act like they're fighting and they hate each other, and then they're yeah. behind the scenes, they're chilling, having dinner. Together. Who was the guy that one time had the, uh, you know, the, the Texas are too damn high party? Oh yeah, the rent too damn high. The rent too damn high. Too damn high. Too damn high. That too is damn who. High. Was the, the guy who owned the Pizza Huts or whoever. No, no, no. no, no. That, uh, it was the guy with the long beard, the white beard. A black guy with the beard. It was hilarious, man. The rent yeah. too damn high. The rent too damn high. That was the answer to everything, wasn't it? You know what, though, man? I swear the guy has a point. Sure. If you think about it, he, he just means the overall. Everything is too expensive. If right? the, the way the, the way you're taxed in life with everything and taxed over and over, then you die and you're taxed again and yeah. they tax. And then your kids are taxed. What's well, what they what they get from I you. think sometimes the point of it is to keep everybody chasing their tail so much in life that they they don't have time to pay attention to what's really well, going on behind the scenes. I, so you're saying that's by design? Absolutely. Unlike other parts of the world where uh, an entire family doesn't all have to work. You don't have two parents or two people working to, just to get by. That's like you have to here. I would I would say that's probably still 70% of the world that's like that. Yeah, one person works. Yeah, and somebody provides for the whole family. Right. Over here, whoever you work, they're, they're your partner. The big government's your partner. partner they get 40% of whatever you make, you know? <laughs> exactly. It's like it's like the lottery, right? Exactly if, right. If you uh, if you kick the bucket, they keep the money when you win. But if you if you lose, if you win, you pay taxes, 40%. If you lose, well, oh, well. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, you're not getting uh, 40 cents back from that dollar you spent. Yeah. By the way, did you see the Powerball? The guy, the uh, CEO for the Powerball stepped down for cheating. Shut up. Can't I didn't hear it that. Look, yeah. It's funny they so didn't make a bigger rigged. deal about it. Yeah, absolutely. I, I haven't seen anything on that. Take a look at it. It's Google been rigged. It. Interesting. So what was the, the whole story behind this? How did they find out that it well, was rigged? Well, there was something going on with somehow they were figuring out the combinations that were not used probability and they were they were checking all the numbers checking the, what was not used um and that's what they would pull there was there's it's a whole no no it's a whole in-depth thing really? but now it's him and there's other people behind him that are resigning on the powerball Son i mean you don't think gun. come on you don't think something's rigged in the lottery when a 911 911 comes out in new york seriously really yeah sorry man it's not that it's yeah. it's not going to happen, you know. Some I guess there's no, uh, no. there's some credibility to the street numbers that they used to run, right? Street numbers, interesting. But yeah, um, you had a comment. Uh, we have uh, no, we have a uh, interesting show lined up today. Um, we're just waiting for actually a uh, another <laughs> guest. Um, oh, who's coming in? We got Lena Antoon, who is. Uh, going to be part of the uh, discussion here about uh, older, you know, people, older singles dating in the community. She's uh, actually a traffic announcer for WJR. Oh. Uh, she should be here actually any minute. I think she's stuck in traffic. She's yeah. stuck in traffic. <laughs> no, she, she actually is. That's what she messaged me. Uh, that's hilarious. <laughs> she said there was an, uh, a uh, bad accident, but uh, she should be here soon. Um, so what's on tap today? So, I've seen uh, several posts on Facebook uh, in the last two months. Um, it was very interesting because uh, 
you know, older, older girls, you know, older women in the community have been posting things like, you know, how come uh, older, older Chaldean guys don't go for, you know, my older single friends. Um, you know, they're, they're so wonderful. They're so this and that, but they'd rather go out with the, uh, with the younger girls. Uh, another one I've seen was something like, you know, I, uh, from a, from an older, from an older girl as well. You know, I, I date, sometimes I date, you know, older guys and they're intimidated by my, you know, because of where my career is at, they're intimidated by my, you know, level of intellect or whatever, whatever the case may be. So I, you know, I figured it would be interesting to, um, dive into that, to dive into the topic and to, to see if we can get some, you know, uh, a woman or two to, to, to get on the air with us and give us their perspective. I thought it would be very interesting. Omar, before we start, can I, can I just make one quick uh, announcement? Absolutely. Uh, listen, I want to, uh, the people that know my family and, you know, my wife's family, uh, we are, we had a, well, a tragedy and my, uh, sister-in-law and brother-in-law's child is critically ill in children's hospital. Uh, things are not looking good right now. Um, we just wanted to say we, that people got together and had a, uh, a prayer service yesterday at St. Thomas. I want to thank everyone who did an amazing job and all the people that came out. It's amazing how this community becomes so cohesive in times of need. Uh, Serena Saman, Crystal Kassab, Arlene Karioka, Father Andrew, Father Bashar, and Sister Christine. I mean, we're opponents of putting that together yesterday, and it really was beautiful. And our families just want to say thank you very, very much for all the support. Um, yeah, I, I did hear uh, about the visual, Mark, and I, I heard it was the support was outstanding. Yeah. Uh, I heard over 600 people in attendance. Yep. Yeah, it was amazing, the turnout. And, these, and like I said, just it's a very difficult situation, and it's not, I mean, oddly enough, started by a flu virus. Wow. They just escalated and escalated. And uh, ironically enough, I was at uh, the bank today, and one of the tellers said, you know, see the ladies and talk to them every day, and they, they noticed I was not my normal self, and they uh, told her what happened. And the lady started crying. Her ch- She lost a child at 13 to the flu. Jeez. And she said her she said her daughter came home and just said, oh, I have a headache. I'm not feeling good, blah, blah, blah. She took her to the hospital. Four days later, she was in a coma. It's crazy with even modern medicine. Yeah. I mean, we, yeah. we're, we're going to continue to pray for Ashton. Thank you. Thank you. Ashton yeah. Arabu, we, we appreciate all the prayers and support. <laughs> Melody and Ellie wanted me to relay just how thankful they were that, you know, we, that people are standing behind them. We'll continue to pray for them. Thank you. Definitely. Thank you. Absolutely. It's, uh, it's, it's, you know, life, man, life and its quirks. You don't know. You don't know where your road will lead you. You really don't. Yeah. I think you have to look at life. Um, Again, one day at a time, and I have a friend of mine who lost his son, uh, not to the flu, but to uh, cancer, and it happened very, very quick. In a matter of a course of uh, less than a year, start off with a stomach ache, you know, I'm not feeling good, you know, kids have stomach aches, no big deal, go lay down, and then before you realize it, he had a tumor in his stomach, surgery, issues, complications, and abruptly, with, with you know, he was getting better, things were looking great, and then the tables turned and oh. before you know it, you know, at, at the age of eight years old, Jeez. um, maybe nine, I think eight or nine. Where was the cancer, Sam? In his stomach. 
you know, yeah. the sad part is like when you see somebody older, there's the, uh, it, although we feel, you know, obviously you still feel sadness losing a person. There's always the, the, you know, the solace of knowing that they lived, they were, they're older, they lived their life. They saw things, they did things. And, uh, but as when it's a child, it's just indescribable. Yeah, it's, it's always it's indescribable. Yeah. It's you, the innocence in a child and yeah. you feel like, you know, it's just, just terrible, man. I mean, my kids are young and it freaks me out. Uh, dude. Hearing stuff like that just just hits me right. The, the thing about being right a parent too, as you know, yeah. Joe, as soon as you become a parent, <laughs> oh my gosh, it's like almost it's like uh, it's almost not fair how much you 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 care you worry about your kids all the time, you know. I think we uh we we have uh, our other guest now in the house, uh, Lena Anton, who AKA uh, Brentwood. Seven mile. That's right. I grew up across the street from her. Did you but really? I'll let you make the introduction yeah. first before I. So who do I feel sorry for? You or her? Listen. Not me. <laughs> Maybe no, her. No. Well, yeah. Okay. Fine. Lena, how are you? I'm good. I'm sorry. I'm late. I That's just... okay. You're a traffic announcer on WJR, and you got caught in a traffic jam. Literally. How Literally. ironic. It was pretty bad. I was going southbound on Maple, and then all of a sudden, I see all the fire trucks right at St. Thomas. Wow. Right at St. Thomas. Really? I'm like, seriously? Seriously? Okay. In, were they going into St. Thomas? Or they was literally it just... blocked everything off, so I have no idea. Because the fire station right, station right, right across yeah. the street. <laughs> but were there cops? or? There were cops and fire trucks. So, and there was a, you Interesting. know. Yeah. So are you reporting that now so everybody Might listening well should stay away from Maple avoid, Road? Just avoid <laughs> Maple and St. Thomas altogether. You know, as I said, it's a landmark and nowhere near anything else. I wonder what happened. Your we'll we'll find out. Mine. We'll find out tomorrow. Where's your resources? I have no resources. Have, <laughs> you know the sky Seriously, somewhere? my resources on the road is Waze, the Waze app, and yeah. that's that. Great. I'm like, really? What's going on with this? Oh, okay. There's a fire. There's I, a sand. I've used that a handful of times. I use that more than my own station. Thank you so much. <laughs> well, I've never heard of it. Hopefully, they're not listening. Yeah. Well, Waze is really. It's like a navigation app that tells you. People like chime in. It's like almost like social media. They tell you, hey, there's a cop. At this road, at this crossroad, really? or hey, there's an accident here slowing you down, and it's, it's just like people reporting what's going on on the road in real time as you're driving down the road. It's actually great because it even gives you like how many miles per hour, and it's really? all red and white. Yeah. Then you look Detours at all the... of this stuff going on. Exactly. Yeah. Download it if it's ninety nine cents or less. It's free, so there. <laughs> I'll you go. download it. Totally awesome. Download it. Yeah. So welcome to our studio. Thank you. I love it. How do you like it? So far, so good. I it... see all of uh, the little. Sponges for yeah. soundproof. So and is then, it just like uh, uh, WJR? Actually, it's yes, Almost. it is. Yeah. Yes, well, here's here's is. the funny part about you talking about WJR. When I w- I've been on Mitch Albin's show a few times, uh-huh. and oh, it's kind of funny. It's kind of funny actually because they're watching the news to find out what the news is. Oh, yeah, <laughs> they they got the all the TVs on. Oh really? All the time. I you mean, know, every every radio from a station. national u- news and local because oh. you know they just want to keep up to the minute and you know sometimes they're just silly men all together well, and they local. really don't care. Local. So yeah, that's what they do. Silly men. Silly local men. is just terrible. I think I think radio just attracts silly men. Probably yeah, seems yeah. like it, right? Yeah. So yeah, this is our studio. It took a lot of effort, a lot, of, you know, blood, sweat, and tears went into this place. Did it really? <laughs> More tears than anything else. Aww. Most of them, most of it was mine. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Guys, that's, that's why awesome. things are a little bit crooked. <laughs> we'll put it together. That's so not fair of you. Why would you say that? He doesn't know. That's true. He doesn't know <laughs> if it's when they build their honeymoon house. Remember that. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. 
Yes, but uh, welcome to our studio nonetheless. Thank you so much. And I think you had a long drive from... So here's the thing. So I dropped off mom, because I am from the east side. I dropped off mom at the west side. You won't hold that against you. East side. You know what? I have to say, I do love, I've always loved the west side more, but I'm central. So it's like I'm at 12, like 12 mile in Woodward area. Oh, so, that's easy. Yeah. easy to get to everywhere from yes, there. Yeah, the I Woodward love corridor. being central. Okay. Central's the best thing. So dropped her off and came here. And where, off where? Uh, no, by. Oh, no, by. Relatives. Is it relatives? Okay. Yeah. Do you know that what you're doing right now is um, illegal? FTC purposes, but you know what? We don't it's have internet to radio. It. It's so, internet radio. Right, so we don't have to adhere to that. So, Listen, so nobody knows what we're doing now. Right, you to, now you just kind of fill the beam. All right, get the dancers I, out of I here, guys. Get all the dancers out of here. I haven't seen anything illegal so far. Yeah, okay. this is true. This yep. is true. So if I haven't yeah. seen anything, it doesn't count. Omar released the Syrian refugees out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And get those no, kids, stop making those shoes in the corner. No, it's yeah. funny because it's uh, illegal. sometimes when people flip me off, I tell them it doesn't count. They're like, why? I said, because I don't see you. Very you true. You Very go. true. So, so, uh, so our have, topics today, I'll let Omar get into the topic we were uh, we just going through before yeah. you walked in. So we started it, but um, just a brief recap. Um, talking about dating. Uh, I've seen a, a couple posts on Facebook over the last couple of months. Um, one post was something to the effect of, you know, um, my I have plenty of older single female friends. Why don't the guys their age date them? Instead, they go for younger women. Uh, another one was something like, uh, you know, an older another older you know woman um, says uh, something like, you know. Uh, a lot of guys I date get intimid seem to get intimidated by my, uh, you know, career or where I'm at in life or my intellect or whatever it is. So, you know, I think that uh, dating amongst older singles, whether it's men or women, um, is is a topic worth discussing. You know, it's obviously uh, uh, an issue. You know, whether it's a major or whether it's a huge problem, I don't know, but uh, it's definitely worth bringing out in the open, you know. Um, so we figured we we get uh, you know us guys in here and try to get uh, some a perspective from a woman's point of view who's a little bit older and see you know <gasps> what they think the, the, the deal is and uh, you know what what you know what's going on you know what's how do you guys feel what do you guys think. Well, first off, we need an older woman. I don't know what you're talking about. Everybody here is under 29. I love him. Right? So under 29. So <laughs> but we're going to do our best to pretend <laughs> we right. have an older woman's perspective, right? That's the okay. point here. All right. Uh, and, and I've got my opinion. By the way, he's lying, but go ahead. I, I have my opinion, but I'm a, I'm not nowhere near as old as you, Omar. But sometimes I think. Listen, I'm only 21. And I'll get into, again, Quite celebrating your, yeah, exactly, your your 19th anniversary of your 21st birthday. Right. So I think sometimes, and I'm sure you'll chime in, Lena, in your experience, but sometimes I think that women uh, are waiting for the next best thing, you know. Or the first best thing. Maybe. Maybe the first best thing, maybe maybe that was the case in prior years. That, you know, they, they want to get married, get the heck out of the house. I'm tired of being, you know, under this regime of my parents. I just want to get married and get the heck out. Maybe that was the case in the past. But now maybe – as they become more independent and they say, well, you know, I'm too good for that person. I'm going to wait. And they continue to wait. And then before you know it, the longer you wait, that pyramid 
gets you know much more skinnier at the at the top, so the pickings are slim, and then you're at the top of the hill all alone. Maybe I don't know. That's just a, a my that, wait, thinking. Wait, no, what the topic of this conversation is. Restate one more time, Omar. We're well, not talking about that, though, are we? We're talking about no, no. Actually, he's he's right on point, though. No, no. I'm not saying he's off point, but I'm saying, but the topic is not that. Actually, this, it's it's a part of it. It's, it's def- a part of it, but this topic is more of why. The topic seems to be, from what I'm gathering, what you said is more about why a lot of the Chaldean guys go for a younger woman, not somebody their age. Well, that's that's part of the complaint. Yeah, but that's, that's part of the complaint. But but, but C. Yeah. yeah, but what? <laughs> he, but but, but <laughs> what Sam pointed two. out is something I have noticed in uh, you know some some older Chaldean women, uh, and you know Sam to further what you said, it's like they reach a point where they become or they develop some kind of complex almost. That's very that's very true. It can be, no, no, you know, and they I become they become that. their own enemy. What do you right. mean develop a complex? Like a nervous twitch, you mean? <laughs> no. Well, just about. I mean, when you think about it, um, from this younger woman's perspective, whatever you want to call it, I do think that you do have a point, Sam. I don't know if every woman feels that no. way, but I do think that um, – and if they don't want to admit to that, then that's their problem. But I, I do believe that's one of them. Okay. And then there are many other variables. Such as? Just, you know, bring it at me why you think that. I, it's well, hard because I think the, the spectrum is so wide with women. Size, shape, career, goals, age. But my point is. It's hard to generalize because literally every woman wants something completely different. Yes, and you know what? As you get older, <laughs> and they want something completely different from the same guy. So that's <laughs> true. Not the same exact guy, but I, I remember as variety. and I told this to many people. What was that? God love you. Variety is variety. the spice of life. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, and wait, are you guys kind of referring to like I don't want Doma every single day kind of thing? No, I think. He, not necessarily. If the Doma's wrapped good and tight, it's fine. <laughs> if it's, and if it's good, that's fine. No, I think – no, I don't mean that because I think – I mean, that's a little bit down in a relationship route as you um, grow in a relationship with the other person. You know, that love should grow every day. But also you, you do different fun things together until you have kids. Oh, come on. Whoa, 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 I'm kidding, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm kidding. I just got I'm back. I just, got, I just no. got back this afternoon from Kalahari with the kids. That's what I'm saying. So you did, you did different things. Loved it. But again, Loved every bit of it. I don't know where I'm going with this, but I don't know where I'm going. Topic, my ADD, my ADD okay. is kicking in here. Let's get to topic one Omar was talking about, which so, is the age factor. First, one of the biggest things you is that if a lady's getting older and a guy's getting older in the Chaldean community, why are the guys going for the younger women over somebody that might be more their age? Okay. That, does that see, is that a question, Omar? Is that's part of it, too. Part of it, okay, yeah. let's see yeah. that one let's, part. Let's start, all right. let's with, thank you. Ahead, thank you. It's a multi-tiered uh, question. Let, let's, okay. Let's I'm glad we have a producer so, that's on point here. Oh, awesome. Um, from my personal perspective, so I did not end up getting married at a young age. One, because there was no one there like sorting me out too. I felt overweight and all this other, all those other variables. As I was actually growing older, I decided to go back to college. I got my degree and all this other stuff. I enhanced what I could with myself and so many other areas. And then all of a sudden I was by then in my early thirties. 
okay, fine. So I'm in my early 30s, and then all of a sudden, you know, guys are now my age being married, but they've gotten married to people that they've already been dating for a substantial amount of time. And then not just that, um, the ones that weren't getting married or were still dating were looking for other types of women. And that's all I'm going to label them as. Whoa, whoa. You're what, very I'm confused. Here. What does Seriously. that mean? No, no, Please. Tell, us, tell us. Even well, though this, this is, is a family show. correct show. Yeah. yeah, but a family you whatever you want. We call Omar blind a thousand times. So <laughs> I'm just serious. <laughs> so there's no PC here. Just go ahead. This is just from me. Sure. So this is just my personal experience. So I would go out to the bar with a group of my friends. I would have a cocktail with them, and that's fine. When I would have a gentleman, and I use that term loosely. Yeah, definitely at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> he would come up to me, and he would ask me a variety of questions. By the ninth question, I would have to stop and basically walk away. So here are the nine set of questions. And at this point, I'm in my early 30s. Who is your dad, and what do you do? <laughs> that's one. <laughs> I need a notepad. What is your sign? Yeah. What is your sign? That's come up it should have came up for crying out loud no it never did he ask you if you've had sex yes and that was the next question and i was oh the way number nine that was number number nine he had to warm up to it he did have to warm up to it because he just couldn't he was testing the water to see how far he can go with his question (laughs) so what was what was question three to seven or three to eight are we gonna get the answers to the questions or just the questions i'm kidding hi what's your name yeah i told him my name how old are you my name is lena how old are you at the time i think i was 30 yeah i'm 30 okay so where do you live on the east side who's your family such and such what do you do and this was always a really creepy thing that I never wanted to talk about because I'm in broadcasting. I used to be an associate producer for one of the local television stations. Oh, really? You do do that. Okay, fine. And then right after that, so you're not married? No, that's question six. Yeah. You ever been engaged? Question seven. No, you've never been married. That's question eight. Again, that's (laughs) Well, it's referring. So, So five and eight will repeat. Question nine. So you must have had sex. No, and have a nice day. And I walked away. I wow. didn't know how to. That is that was, really. Right. What, what was this? High school? No, this oh. was as I was. She like, said age 30. Age 30. A, a jerk. Yeah, that's yeah, just did, a jerk. On the a guy. lot of men out there. Was he, was he Chaldinian? Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure that. You may be friends with him for all I know. I'm Don't not... care. We should call him out right now. <laughs> Let's call, call should, him. But I won't. <laughs> Let's text no, him to call him to the show. He's Put show. him on the spot. So there was a, actually, no, there was a couple of them, and I stopped dating. I stopped dating because at that point I was a hermit. I was like, I can't do this anymore. I can't deal with it. I went back, and now I have my master's, and now they're looking at me even more freakish. And I don't, I don't want to sit here and say that I have now. Everybody should have standards. No, 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 definitely. no, no, no. Standards as in I'm better than you. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. She's not, she doesn't want to marry a doctor and she will marry a liquor store owner. But if she won't I marry the gardener. Th- here's, my, here's, my, here's my whole thing. If I can have more than five conversations with you, you're good to go. Amen. And if their vocabulary doesn't have an accent. Amen to that. <laughs> Actually, I mean, like it Caldean. doesn't really matter. I mean, holding holding a conversation. <laughs> Chaldean. Yeah, being intelligent doesn't mean be, you have to be book smart. No, it doesn't that's true. matter being an I, intelligent I, I agree human. 120%. Human, you know? 120%. 
It's a matter of I carrying yourself. Yeah, I mean, if you, it's just a matter of carrying yourself properly and being able to talk to people and hold the conversation. Right. It's not complicated whether yep. you're whatever. No, I, I agree. No, I agree. As a matter of fact, just to further what you said, Mark, mm-hmm. people who graduate from the University of Hard Knocks, to me, are more qualified than people who graduate from the University mm-hmm. of Michigan. Oh, In I, that case, I have yeah. a dual degree, a oh, double major, baby. Yeah, I got, a, I got a theory. The smarter they are, the dumber they get. <laughs> I'm just messing around. Sometimes the people that are the most intelligent do the dumbest. Like you know, these a lot of people I know that are so book smart that book smart and no comments. Yeah. Exactly. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They throw it out the window. Yep. I mean, God can't give you all the talents. I mean. Right. <laughs> so for for any callers listening, if you want to call in with your <laughs> questions, comments, opinions, the number is three four seven eight five seven three eight four seven. That's three four seven eight five seven three eight four seven. Okay. So here's my question for you. So now do you think that the the same guy that you were talking to, do you think he went and tried to m- maybe manipulate somebody who was a younger woman, let's say 10, 15 younger than he was, 50, 50, 10 to 15 years younger than he was, instead of somebody more his age? Possibly. And I think, and I don't know how younger women are these days, and I don't know how they react to anything like that. I can just tell you from my perspective, I would think that um, if he had no moral compass, then he certainly doesn't have any moral compass now, unless, of course, he's desperate, and then it's a different matter altogether. I do know that the last time I saw him, he was still single, and that he bowed his head down as he saw me walking through the mall. So I said, okay, fine. So, so there is a moral compass a little yeah. bit there. Uh, if he did that, feeling ashamed. Maybe it was the alcohol talking when he got to question nine. Well, good courage. You know, maybe you should give this guy a second chance. No, that's okay, really. Really. No, no, no. You know no? what? Okay. There's more to him. Okay. There's definitely more to him. I mean, I went to certain circles, and we were definitely what I had assumed to be friends or whatever. Or associates. Associates, right. Yeah. Nice okay. acquaintances, yeah. but at the end of the day, come to find out that he used me to piss another chick off. So I was oh, just like, okay, okay, so really? So that's one experience. Didn't work out. And there was another one that was very similar. I had ended up actually dating another guy for just a couple of times. And then he literally sat there and said, so when are we going to have sex? And I said, that is never going to happen. Yeah. Um, church. 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 <laughs> Where to Jesus? Was it Eastside Church? La, mother of God, for oh. Christ's sake. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So no. are they just a parishioner or are they volunteers there? Whoa. They are cafeteria No, Catholic that's enough. Okay. Yeah, there we go. Okay, Thank we you very much. It's funny because Omar and I had this conversation all the time that I really, it doesn't matter what you, everybody can look holy with their, with their uh, you know, with their hands in the prayer when they're in church, yeah. but it's how you act when you're outside the door, the dignity you act with when you walk out amen. and how you treat Can people. I get an amen? has nothing to do with Amen. Has that's nothing, the that's the <laughs> Well, Omar and I were speaking about another aspect of this too. So we're talking about kind of like the Celine Dion case, right? She's got a husband that was 20 some, how much yeah. older was he? He was at least 25. 25, maybe 30 years older. I mean, this is a problem that was in our community too. Don't forget. Remember our grandparents, this is the way they lived. You're talking yeah. about girls getting married at 12 and 13, 13. years it's old. Funny, it's funny because and, 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 and I talked about this earlier today. I mean, not only is that pedophilia, I hate to say it. It's like, it, listen, it was a different time. It, it was, was a different, different time. time. Listen, listen, it was like that yeah. in the United yeah. States, listen, too. He, Come they on. weren't six years old. Yeah. Like like Muhammad. No, no, listen. No, listen as soon as point. they started bleeding, they married them off. Don't worry about it. What? What? Listen, here's it's, my – And if they didn't, they stayed at their uh, parents' house until they did. No. And then they went to their, but now their husband's house. This. I am dead serious. You're right. Think about – I am dead serious. This is how it right. is. That is – Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Your grandmother got married at 14. But think about this. Think about this. 
back then, if the girl had zero education so, and she was marrying a guy who was usually 30 or 40. No, it wasn't that bad. I would say 21 to like 14. Nope. Yeah, it wasn't that extreme. Dude, I'm telling you, I've, I've met multiple people. Every told me story their grandparents got married. One was one of them was 40 and 13. No, I, oh, I've bad. never heard that. That's disgusting. That's the big it's delta. Sick. That's a big delta. So let's just say, okay, let's <laughs> say you're, there's a lot of people that were in the 20-year zone, though. A lot of people were in the 20-year 20, 20, okay, range. I get so it. let's go with the 20. Let's go with the 20. Think about what happens as you age, how your mind changes as you get older and how things you grow and change. And even physically, think about when you get to the point where the man has now become 60 and the woman is 40. Okay, but are they even attracted to each other okay, anymore? Okay, but mind you, you're talking at an era. You're, if, if you're so. talking to people back home, like our grandparents, you're, like they were raised simple. differently. Okay, yeah, mind you, the guy, who, the 21-year-old that married a 14-year-old, he married the farmer's daughter. You know, that literally, that's what it was. And they didn't know any better. This is what their culture did. They married off to the first cousins. You kept the bloodlines a certain way. <laughs> that's what they did. You mean was, you bred, they bred them? They that bred them, yeah. That was but, like the, the old joke, but, what, do, what do Chaldeans and hillbillies do on Halloween? Pumpkin? Nice. But it was a different time. It was a simpler life. They They were... I mean, I, I don't want to say they were Neanderthals, but they, they, there was no technology. Well, they were Neanderthals. They were. Yeah, they were. For I lack mean, of a better term. Yeah, lack of a better but term. You know exactly, what? That's yeah. fine. I mean, that was it's, then it, and this is now. But, I mean, but look at the culture. So if, even if you go, like, not to preach, like, Bible and stuff, but that's how it was. You married cousins. You, you, you dealt with cousins. And everyone was, if it wasn't a part of your family, you didn't Maybe marry them. Maybe because the villages were so tight. And there was no tra- means of travel. To go so, to another village. Yeah, exactly. I guess they believe that incest is best, right? <laughs> oh, man, where are we going with this? Go. No, but they but see, like they had they had the they had um the knowledge not to marry on your dad's side, but only on your mom's or something. Okay. Because then the kids come out funny or something. But dying on the vine. All right, let's, so here's here's yeah. a yeah, deeper and deeper. But so hold it was, on, it was it is what it I is. get it. You know, I yeah. get it. So, but that's. 50 years ago or 30 years or whatever time oh, it was. It's been 300 years. 40 years. Yeah, know, but no, it's it's been, not happening today. That's not happening today. No, no, obviously not. Uh, maybe our parents, grandparents, but again, 40, 50 years later, that's not happening. So uh, interesting but thing. We are getting this, the age gap, but the difference is now that they're, well, say a 40 and 23-year-old, something right, like that. But, here's, but there's a big difference, obviously, because a 23-year-old is obviously a big physical difference between 23 and 13. So, big well, here's this. So here's, no, hold on, hold on. Let me just, let me just throw this out because that is still happening today where you have women today, Chaldean women today, 20 in their 20s yeah. that aren't marrying somebody that's 40 or 45, right? For the love so of Monday. Do you think it's successful in the long run? You it know all what? depends on what you mean by successful. Are right. they still married? Maybe they are. Are they happily married? That's a different story. That's, so I don't know. I'm not in their real, house. I, I, mean, I, mean, I, I don't know what's imagine, happening behind closed doors. I cannot imagine. I might go along with what Mark said and what, with, with what Flex said earlier when, when he and I were talking about this. You take a 45-year-old who's gonna, or a 44-year-old who's going to marry a 22- or 23-year-old, right? First of all, eventually the whole physical attraction thing is going to change. Not, well, yes and no. I mean, I have seen men age well, whereas with women – you know what? Literally, all the men in this room have aged quite well. I will absolutely say that. I am not afraid to say that. At the second thing, you know, they they've grown. I would think as 
just as well, companionship, as well as just physical beings. So seriously, a woman can still be attracted 25 years later to her husband who was 25 years old. I agree. I'm not even joking not to that sound, not, to sound, not to sound like a romantic or make any, any puns in this room, but love is blind, right? Okay. Like In, but, in but, that but, sense, but absolutely. Guys, yeah. But how about the, the whole... And the respect... Growing with someone, being with them through everything, the turmoils. Once you beat all that, you know, I mean, love, attraction is is second. Assuming that they got married for the right reason. But my point is, you just said for the love of money. So if she's 23 or 24 and he's 44, you know, 20 year difference anyway. Yeah. Does that attraction grow? I I mean, I wish we had, you know, maybe some. They got divorced before they. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. When did they get divorced? Absolutely, they were. In fact, there was a yeah. Please Google. Can somebody look that up, please? He's looking it up right now. So, when you were talking about an older guy or a younger woman, if you will, so and again, it depends on the it depends on the age difference. Just so you understand, hold on for a second, really quickly. This was hysterical yesterday that I was just done with it. So I tried online dating for the last six months because. I'm, I was tired of being a hermit. I had no excuses at this point. Um, I was finishing up my graduate degree, and I thought, you know what? You're not getting any younger. You need to figure out what you need to do. You can't sit there and go to the bar. What are you going to do, find them in the church? Calvin so and Match. I haven't done that just yet. I just did another one. It wasn't... plug. Do you know her? Nope. No, well, and I heard she them. wasn't that <laughs> successful, but you know what? No. You never know. Well, you never know. So. With that said, I decided to go on this dating site. I'm not going to sit here and, like, get into it. Tinder? No, not Tinder. No. Oh, God. <laughs> sure. AOL? AOL? I did that long time ago. And Is that still I around? I think Is my father-in-law is the only one that Do your You own. and my father-in-law are the only ones that have AOL. I still have an, uh, a screen name, but, God, if I, I remember the password just I thought. <laughs> So as I'm sitting here thinking, I just need to delete this. This was literally yesterday. I'm going to delete this. I see a guy that sat there and looked at my profile. I thought, okay, you're fairly attractive. Let me just see what you have. And I go down to his description. He says, yeah, I'm 40 and I'm looking for someone younger. Why? I need to bear children and I need someone. This was the best one. I need someone to keep up with my athletic. Really? Really, you jackass? I'm sorry. The last I checked, I've already done three half marathons. I bet you I can run circles around you. Have a nice day. Deactivate. I'm done. So it could be a variable of things all over again. The spectrum is so wide. I keep saying that. I agree with you, Lena, but let me ask you something. So we decided that it's possible that a uh, a marriage between a man and a woman that has a 25 or 24 or 23, even 20, okay, 20, 25 year difference can work, but I believe that that's a very small minority. What do you guys think? Yeah, but, if it's a small minority, then it's a small minority. The window is limited. Realistically, I agree. I agree. Okay, with I'll say the window is limited, and I'll tell you why. Because let's say when they get married, let's say she's 23, he's 40, right? No big deal. She's in great physical condition. He's still 40, so he's in his prime. She's finishing up high school. Go 10 more years. Go 10 more years now. He's 50. Starting to starting to he jumped the shark now. She's at 33, 15, 33. She's starting. She's reaching her prime. He's jumping the shark. Now go to 60, 60 and 43. There's a huge. That's where he no, starts to look like and grandpa. And she's yeah. banging the pool boy. Yeah. No, I'm just no. no <laughs> they don't even have a pool. No, no. I'm just saying. <laughs> he has a community pool. 
I'm just saying that they're 60 and 43. That's where a problem will start. Then you get to 70 and 53. There's a, there's a problem there. That is a big problem. Mentality-wise, you're yep. not there. At seven years old, your mentality has changed, and she's 53. She's still sharp. There's there's a big difference. That's where the problem where you'll suffer is later on in the relationship. You can yep. you can you can get through that middle ground. So there's together. there's two things I was telling Omar earlier today. One of them is, um, one of them was that I think women at and Lena, I don't know if you'll agree or disagree. By the time of t- age 25, they're set in their in their ways, meaning their their mor- their, their morality and oh, and how, what they're looking for and what they want and everything is kind of already set in stone at 25. They've matured to their max by 25. Is that fair? No. Why? Because you know why? And I've always said this, even myself. You're in your 20s, especially with a woman. You're young and dumb. Nothing kicks in mentally. When are you fully mature then? As a woman, what do you think you're fully mature? There's no such thing as fully mature. Really? You're always evolving. Always. I think I, that, but, that's true. You're always evolving. Always evolving. Well, no, but like, I get it. But like, I'm just saying, like, mature as far as like. If you're asking about, oh, I think I got it. Yeah. 34. 30, 34. Wow. 34. The other thing also, just, just for a side note, um, and this, this is actually a true stat uh, that like I was talking to one of my marketing professors from U of D with uh, several years ago, women generally mature faster than men do. Absolutely. Yeah, of course. I'm but still here's another thing too, the, about <laughs> the age mature. gap, by the way, I was right about Celine Dion. They were separated for a long time and close to divorce when he passed. Oh, wow. And I'll get, and they said, we still love each other, but I guarantee mm. it's just the physical thing fell apart. You 100%. can't be that far apart and not be a problem physically. And then and once the physical falls apart, the mental kicks in. After. Yeah, and not only that, you ever notice that? Look, here's another one, that. too. You notice that people, that when there's a huge age gap, the younger person starts to look a lot older, more like the older person. If you look at Celine Dion at the end. She starts to look like him? She looks like she's like 55 years oh. old, dude. She's only, what, two years older than us? Three years older. I'm older than her. I mean, I'm almost 48, but she's she's Maybe like she's 40, had a lot of stress. What, 43? Is she really? I thought she was older than that. No, dude, no. And take a look. No, she She's, she's like weathered. She's 47. Is she that? Yeah, oh. she's not that much older than I But am. she looks like 60. I mean, if you yeah. look, take a close look, she's weathered. But a lot of it probably because her spouse was that much older. I don't know what it is. It's a you weird phenomenon. So? It's like when you get a dog, you start looking Maybe at the dog that's resembling you kind of thing. Is that what it is? I don't understand. <laughs> I don't know what it is, dude. I mean, I, I think so far I don't right. look like my dog, yeah. but I'm not really sure. Yeah. <laughs> right. Definitely stressed, dude. you got to be stressed. Yeah, you know, I, I think, I mean, if you were to cap a I number, so like young. let's just say what would be the maximum gap you think uh, age-wise, between a man and a woman for a successful marriage, yeah. ten years, ten, right? ten. I would ten. say ten. I would say ten. Really? Top. No, I was, I was, well, I was going maybe. to fifteen. I was going to hit 15. fifteen. I think uh, it's still no. a little shaky. 20, fifteen. Twenty-five? No. Twenty? No. But twenty-five and, and forty. 20, I see. It, that's a big would, right there. Twenty-five and forty would that's make sense deal. if if. If you agree to me when a woman reaches her maturity level at 25, and then I would say, yeah, that makes sense. I'll give you 15, but 10. Top. Steve, what do you think? Really? Yeah, 10 years tops. Because, I mean, anything I, over 10 years, you're yourself up for a I, lot of I think, I think uh, uh, a lot of it. A lot of it. I think 10 years is, is the best. Tops. tops. Unless you get a refugee, then you can. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh, God. Oh, God. Tops. Then you how can are go, you being serious? This yeah. I gotta how are you being what serious? What do you mean? If you bring one, she's 20, 21. Why does she have to be a refugee? You mean somebody from the old country? Yeah. Old country, refugee. <laughs> old, well, they're all refugees now. But 
If Can you, you say a voter? I mean, <laughs> no. <laughs> I think it also. Absolutely. Yeah, because he's a doctor. Oh, Absolutely. You know, another. another but she's coming to America. Another thing, too, though. You know, another big factor. No, because factor she's a dime will, piece and he's a doctor and he wants to trophy wife. take care of him. No, but you're forgetting another factor. Like she takes care of her family back There's, home with traditional Chaldean values, not like the ones we see here today. Wait a minute. You'll have Riz Amarapa, Dolma, anytime. The whole shot. You might have to hire a You're yeah. missing a factor here, guys. Okay. Hello? Right. You guys are missing. Every person acts different. She won't there's be people, on Instagram. She won't be on Snapchat. There's people that are 25 to act 50. I know guys that are 25 hookah. to act like an old man. And I know, like me, I'm like yeah. a little kid. There's people that your mentality determines a lot. That's very true. Yeah. That's I very mean, true. I'd rather be That's a huge young, and dumb, a young mentality and dumb and, and do the things yeah. you do than it would be like an old man sitting in a chair, you know, sour to the world. And with that said, I had lunch with a girlfriend of mine yesterday, and I says, I'm going through all this stuff. I can't believe I'm dealing with this, blah, 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 blah. And I said, I and don't take this, whatever. Sometimes I just find myself attracted to younger men. I'm not finding myself attracted to older men. And then she says, and she gave me a smirk. And I says, what is wrong with you? Why are you looking at me in, in this respect? She says, Lena, um, first off, your age the the number does not fit your mentality. You don't act like someone in your forties. You don't look like no, someone in your forties. Absolutely not. Absolutely You don't not. talk like right. So thank you. So you're not going. So you automatically cannot see someone past forty seven or fifty. I'm like I'm trying. I'm really trying to like be attracted and to and to look at older men, but it's not happening because I find myself physically and mentally attracted to someone younger because I can keep up with them. Whereas a 50 something year old cannot keep up with me. But I mean, anything over like 45 men wise, isn't that kind of slim pickings at right now? For me? Yes, it is. No, in general, real quick. The number for our callers is three, four, seven, eight, five, seven, three, eight, four, seven. That's three, four, seven, eight, five, seven, three, eight, four, seven. I mean, I think, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't know that many single men that are over 50. Well, I, I'll give you... Uh, I mean, was there something specially wrong with them? Yeah, and then that's another thing. That could be the case. case. I'm, real talk, you know, if there's something socially wrong with them or... A little bit. Or you know, or they don't have anything going for them, you know, um, you know, uh, career-wise where they can support, you know, somebody else besides them. Yeah, but those them, people or, are out of the equation. Well, They're not in the dating pool. Yes, they are. In our community, yeah. they're all in the marriage pool. What are you oh, talking really? about? Okay. Come on, man. Right. What dating pool? Just they want to be hitched within three months of meeting someone. No way. Their yeah. aunts and uncles are trying to hook them up with every single single woman they find in church, at a wedding, at a funeral. They're trying to hook them up. Wow. Okay. I've been living under a rock, I guess. You know what? No, That's not really. A good thing. <laughs> I guess. You live in Iraq? <laughs> Might as well. <laughs> um, I. I, I'll share an experience here. I have a, a friend of mine, older guy, single. Chaldean? Chaldean. Chaldean. Okay. Chaldean. Yeah. Right. And his issue, he wants to get married. He wants to get married. But he's not, he's just, you know, just like you de- described, Lena, he wants someone who's younger because he wants to have kids. And I said, buddy, time is ticking, not just for you. You're, he's my age. He's in his mid-40s. He's in his mid-40s. I said, even if you find someone tomorrow... And she is the one. By the time you get engaged, get married, uh, you know, have a kid, 
it's going to be three, two and a half, three years. Actually, from now. it works out fantastic because the kid and him can wear diapers at the same time. Probably. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Shop so down the same aisle. I try to tell him. I try to tell him. Listen, kidding. You, by the time you're 55 or 56, and your kid is, ten, I mean, the kid is telling you, you'll be 55, 56. How can you? I mean, think about that difference. That yeah, it's almost not how, fair to the kid. Not fair to the kid. You know, like I, growing. So, like as far as I'm concerned, my dad was 42 when he got married. My mom was 29. Wow. Yeah, but and that's old for the 70s, right? No, that's they not bad. And they, and they, they had me. That's great. What do you mean? I mean, 42, but that's here's, 13. Here's, here's my point to, Sam, to Sam's point. To, you know, Sam's situation, or his buddy. My dad was 42 when he got married. Didn't have me till 46. Mm-hmm. Dude, me growing up, my dad was a grandpa. Yeah. Yeah. By the time I hit 20, my dad was 66. Yeah. But, but flex at that time, In my teen years, my dad, I mean, there was no sports. There was yeah. no toss okay. the ball to my dad. Right. My dad was tired. He's tired. Flex. You're doing the bottles in the back no, room. Because I have a, no, because I have a lot of friends. That's like me. Put up aisle no, five. That was, yeah, yeah, I was a bottle bottle. That's hanging out with Pops. I had a hanging lot of out friends. with Pops at the store no, behind really, the Bulletproof. See, realistically, I have a lot of friends my age okay. yeah. that their dads took them to basketball or took them to, 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 to soccer. <laughs> no, 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 to play basketball. To, no, to participate yeah, in the You're talking about the time. At that time, this was the social norm. So long ago. This was the social norm. Eighties were the best, though. Yeah, don't look at. But and, and don't look at me. The baby in the group. I'm only 35, so I can't. Have, you know, I don't have Joe, much room to talk. You to got a life. great point, though. If you look at Omar, you got a great point. Things were socially completely different than now. It was the social norm back run, then. We weren't running around taking our kids to 89 different things. It was like you right. played one sport. You want to play baseball? No problem. Yeah. Play baseball. Even if you hated it, you had to play it yeah, because you spent the money on it. you have? It. You had two practices a week in a game. That was it. It's not like now, practice six days a week for three yeah. hours after school. Because everybody's going to go pro, baby. Yeah, man, because everyone's a pro. But My son's not going to go pro. <laughs> oh, Joe, you see that? what are he's you doing? Good. No, I mean, he's good. They're both good hockey players, but I'm not banking on that. No way. But that's what yeah. a lot of parents think that way. So, again, they, I want to get their – all their kids involved in all the things that they weren't but involved in. I'm just saying Joe made a great point, though, yeah. because things were – they and Omar, because they were different back then, sure. socially completely you know, different. You never heard parents going, oh, my God, I'm exhausted. I got to turn them in up north, and I got to go to this. That stuff didn't happen so back I, then. My dad was exhausted just from going to work. What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. <laughs> now, going back on topic, I have a question for you, Lena. Go ahead. So you, you had these two experiences. You know, Those a little were bit, just Chaldeans. Okay, okay, so that was actually to my next question. Have you thought about – Dating someone outside the our Which culture and, and see how that works better. Okay, and, and going away from the reservation. Yeah. You know what? I didn't get the nine questions. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's a well, different. It's no, a whole different don't. courting process. It, it was a whole different courting. No, process. you get nine questions, but they're all about um, you and and or well, getting to know more, more and more along lines of what do you do? Oh, how do you like? Where'd you go to school? Not. Have you had sex after nine questions? Right. <laughs> now, who's your dad? Because he's not going to ask you who your dad because he doesn't care. <laughs> he doesn't care who your dad is. <laughs> and what does he do? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. 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 Yeah. Peace out. <laughs> no, I've had a different courting process, which is why it's always worked a little better for me. But, okay. you know, I'm still not there i mean because there just hasn't you know with 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 the other people outside my race it just hasn't worked out outside your culture and you're still the same yes, race i'm sorry i'm sorry outside Human my race. culture it has not worked at, to my advantage because there's other variables that come in but they came in later on such 
They couldn't understand the culture. They couldn't understand the culture so much that they were getting opinionated. And I said, or intimidated even. I'm sorry. Intimidated. A little bit of intimidation and a lot that had to do with. They don't understand why this and this and this. I says you're not a part of this culture in that sense. You can respect it that it's there, but you don't have an opinion. And please don't tell me how to dictate my life when it comes to my parents and so on and so forth. So they were just a little bit abrasive and disgruntled even type okay. of a thing. So to me, that tells me that the guy is not open-minded enough to understand other cultures. Or just accept it. Or maybe he's, uh, accept you know, it. accept, accept it. it. Yes, accept, accept it. it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's fear of the unknown. And that's and I respect fear of the unknown because it is. Because sure. I'm so, I'm so but, surrounded by it when I was a kid. Right. Growing up, like leaving Seven Mile and then going to, you the know. East Side. Not just East Side. But Fox Hill. <laughs> fully white, if you will, and they just looked at me very differently. So I always looked at it. I didn't. Lena, by the way, I look at you differently too. I'm sure you do. Thank you so much. So. Anytime you date someone or 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 talk to someone outside of the culture, just show them a, a video of the big fat wedding at home. This is what it's like. This is yeah. what it's like. And exactly. deal with it. And Can you deal with this? this? You really want to get a guy? Just meet him and then show him like a video of you guys had hold it. Hello. Then, oh, him out. Show him your communion party. But then he's going to want to know where the peace pipe is, too. That's it. It's called the Nargila. You know what? This is another thing, though, that's overlooked in this whole equation is that it's way better to stay single than to be caught with the wrong person either. You know, and being a strong person, I mean, if, yeah, everyone, you want to meet somebody or whatever, but there's, it's still much better for a person to be by themselves than with the wrong person or get married for the wrong reasons or whatever it might be outside. Absolutely. How do you know? Okay. So then then now you're putting yourself in a bubble. How do you know, like um, if you don't try and how do you know, you know, like, Oh no, right. We're not saying not to try. We're just saying you try and it didn't work out. Okay, fine. Instead of trying and then settling and Mm -hmm. then being miserable in this situation. True. So so many women do that because they're like, I'm afraid I'm in my thirties. I need to start producing on and so forth, which brings me to another one. No, just get married two so, times. The Father time Frank. for love, the second time for money, the third time for companionship. Father Call Frank and I had So Father Frank and I actually had this discussion years ago. Well, you know, Bishop, Fran- Bishop Francis, <laughs> a.k.a. Father Frank. <laughs> and he actually said the same thing to me one day. He said, listen, he said, you're better off being alone than just settling. And and he never he, settle. Never, I agree. Never. You shouldn't settle. No. Right. No, you should not settle. But at the same time, learn to balance, man. Don't be picky. And that goes for guys and girls. Don't be picky. But, you know, but I, I've always said this. I think part of pickiness comes from a little bit of arrogance. Because you think you're going to <laughs> Yeah, there's ego. With, there's a lot of ego there when you're picky, I guess. Oh I mean, yeah, because yeah. You, because you're waiting for the quote unquote Prince Charming right person. or Mister Right or yeah. whatever it is. It's like it's not realistic. There's no such thing. Newsflash, right? Okay. How about personalities that come into play at all? Nobody talks about personalities. Sometimes they don't gel. And on occasion, maybe it happens. Maybe it doesn't. I haven't dated in who knows how long. But it's that uh, the attitude of I'm too good for that person. Does that ever come into play? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, and even 100%. on our end, it has. Um, it really just depends on the situation, who this person is. Like, I remember someone tried to set me up with a guy that 
just just didn't kind of, I'm like, I'm too good for that. And I keep thinking to myself. But on what know, level? It was education. It was just education. Uh-huh. See, you know, okay, it was but the one so and only time. Is it, was it edu- but late. was it education or was it intellect? Uh-huh. Like Mark, said, Mark said there's a difference, right? So he can, he can not have the education but still be so super bright and still be intellectual. Well, I and use the correct words in the correct context. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he was saying, but I don't think he did any of that. Okay, so that so, so he's just okay. a dummy. So that's different. I don't want to so call that, him a dummy. I didn't want to call him a dummy. He was a little more rough around the edges more than, than really. But that's okay, though. Like, that's, for you not to accept that, that's fine. You know, like, that means you guys didn't click. That was That's not an ego yeah, thing, and that's not I'm better than you. It's just you're not right for me because I can't talk. It's not a superiority complex. No. It's more like. He's too rough around the edges, too rough around the edges. No, there's no level. You know, there's a lot of times when I say you cannot sit there You have to and be kind that. of even, right? You have to be kind of even. You know what? Yes, you but, absolutely have to be kind at of least, even. At least I want to say three out of five things you have to be kind of even. You can work on the other two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so, okay. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, it I, makes I sense, right? Here, here's so, like, if he has the intellect and he has the companionship, he's very sensitive or sensitive to you or – you know, he's empathetic or whatnot. And then he doesn't, he's not the hottest guy you've ever seen, but three out of five, right? And I did date someone like that for for over a year. And so that totally worked. Yeah, see, so you, it, it all depends. Apparently so it didn't got, work. What didn't work? The no, long, I'm okay. sorry, go ahead. You said it worked, but apparently it didn't. It worked, and then I think he just got either a board or just frustrated with the long distance. That's all. Oh, okay. Um, so you move on and you respect Live one another. Learn. Yes, exactly. Yeah, you know, like you're saying, personalities. My wife and I are complete opposites of each other. Mm-hmm. Oh, same here, but it doesn't matter because the end of the I day. I act like I'm 5, 24-7, and, and she's too mature for me. I mean, that's all it is. She's got three kids. <laughs> yeah, no, well, two and a half. Joe, seriously, though, take away all any factor of, because my wife and I have nothing in common. But Literally? Thank God, Literally nothing literal, like, in common. Not Besides the fact they're Chaldean, yeah. Yeah, no, and people don't even think we're Chaldean half the time, <laughs> yeah. you know. But the thing is, as long as you always worry about making sure the other person's happy, take care of them, and be good to each other, it's not a complicated formula. It's not a complicated formula. We've had knock on wood. It's been a very easy 21 years for me. Thank God I always (laughs) say that. I've been lucky with that. Uh, But it's a simple formula. You do good for each other. It's not that complicated where instead of one person, you know, as long as it's not a parasitic relationship, it's a symbiotic where you both take care of each other, that's a huge deal. Everyone thinks like, what about me, me, me? Well, no. If you're good to your spouse and you're good to your in-laws, they're going to be good to you and back, good back, good to your in-laws. It's a, it's a nice combination. You hit the nail on the head. And I we, think that what you just said is probably um, the biggest problem we have in our culture today where we have such a high rate of divorce now, yep. more than we ever had before because of the selfishness. It's about me. It's not about you. It's, it's about It's not about, it's about me. It's not about us. And I think that's, leading to a lot of divorces in our culture. Well, you know what? It's, I've seen the saying that if you treated her the way it was when it started, it would never end. Don't ever forget, as you, as you get married and as time goes on, there's so many things that can convolute your marriage because first it's just you yeah. and your spouse, True. right? Then you're dealing with relatives. You're dealing with in-laws. You fight over, do we go to this party? And, <laughs> and, and, well, yeah, that's the old joke. What's the difference between in-laws and outlaws? Outlaws are wanted. <laughs> yeah. So uh-huh. I'm kidding. Just saying I can say that because I got good in-laws. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I'm just saying that you think about the stuff that people bicker. Even happy occasions, right? They fight over what you want to do for the wedding. Yeah. Who's going to baptize who? Together. Fight over what we're going to do about Man, I don't care about these. It's yeah. like 
just worry about the important yeah. things and doing good for the, each other. So the best we're we're, we're going to take a quick some, break, oh. and we'll, we'll come right back. All righty. We'll be right back. HelpIraq.org was formed by St. Thomas the Apostle Eparchy soon after ISIS conquered the city of Mosul, Iraq. The organization provides humanitarian aid to the displaced minorities in Iraq and abroad. To learn more about us, visit www.HelpIraq.org. Under its various subcommittees, Help Iraq provides monetary funding and distributes necessary supplies that meet the daily needs of the exiles. Through the effort of many donors and in conjunction with other organizations, HelpIraq.org is able to reach thousands of the displaced providing medical supplies, clothing, kitchenware, and even medical funding for those in desperate need of surgeries. But these people need more, and their plight is growing sadder and more desperate on a daily basis. It's people like you who can make them help a difference. Learn more about how you can help and how you can donate as a volunteer or any other kind of donation. Visit us at www.helpirac.org. That's www.helpirac.org. Looking to sell your property? Looking to purchase a property? Commercial? Residential? Rental? Vacant land? Oakland Real Estate Associates. Over 30 years experience. Let one of our professional realtors guide you through the whole process. You could find us at www.getyouahouse.com. That's www.getyouahouse.com. You can reach us at 248 799 9997 Oakland Real Estate and Associates Relax, you're almost home Heartland Marketplace located at the corner of 12 Mile and Farmington Road in Farmington Hills is a full service supermarket with a meat department featuring Tender Ridge Angus Beef we also have fresh chicken, lamb and seafood a deli with boar's head lunch meats awaits you, fresh salads and sandwiches, and even a bakery with homemade hand-filled donuts, custom cakes, muffins, cookies, and scones, made by our bakers fresh every morning. Once you try our fresh donuts, nothing else will ever do. Fill your refrigerator with fresh produce and take advantage of hundreds of specials throughout the store. Are you a beer connoisseur? Check out our amazing selection of craft beers along with a wide variety of wines. And don't forget to pick up a rewards card to earn free goods while you shop. Family owned and operated, proud to serve the community, and here to bring you the best in service and quality. Heartland Marketplace, we're here for you. Big O Productions, one of Michigan's premier recording studios offers many great services, piano lessons, on-hold phone messages, custom commercial jingles, professional studio recordings, just to name a few. We offer the highest quality at affordable prices. 
contact Omar Benu at omarbenu at gmail.com. That's O-M-A-R-B-I-N-N-O at gmail.com. You can also find Omar Benu's work at www.bigoproductions.net. That's www.bigoproductions.net. Much need a break. <laughs> so let's thank Lee. Uh, <laughs> what are we supposed to do? Neil? Hey, hey, don't, 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 talk, right? don't talk to us. <laughs> That's a scary beard. Yeah. So let's uh, start off by uh, thanking Lena for coming to our wonderful yeah, studio Lena. and sharing your insights. Lena, here. it was a great discussion, really. Yeah. yeah. I, I think we just scratched the surface. No, oh, you can hang out. Good. It's going to get real now. Yeah, I know. It's going to get real. why I'm not going to say anything. You can. Feel free. You know, this is a... Uh, Chime in whenever you want. Anytime oh, you want. No. Just raise Please. your hand first. <laughs> raise my hand? No, just no. Right chime in there. if you'd like. <laughs> chime that? in if you'd like. Show, you didn't see it. But, you know, oh. we're talking about relationships and advice that uh, Mark had given. And the you. best advice that was given to me uh, was um, before I got married, you go through the whole... The, not the class, but the interview with uh, with with the priest, and they ask you, "Is this arranged? Or uh, do you really want to marry her?" And then they would ask her separately, and they want to make sure that's not arranged, forced, right? Yeah, you're not being forced. No, I'm not. Okay, so during the whole uh, process, and uh, it was uh, Father Boji that told me, he's like, "So what do you what do you want to get married? You know, Sam, why do you want to get married?" So you give him the reasons why it's time, my age, my I want to start a family, all the reasons that you think you want to get married. He says, what, what do you think marriage is? I, I don't know. Seriously? I'm like, it's a partnership, right? 50-50? He looks right at me and goes, if that's what you think it is, it's doomed to fail. I was, my heart just dropped. So really? Doomed to fail? Why do you say that, Abuna? He goes, because you're only going to go in it halfway. 50% uh-huh. is not enough. It has to be 100. I said, okay, duly noted. You got to give it your all. He, this is what both of us in the room. He looks at me. He says, your job is to make her happy. And she smiles, right? Yeah, make me happy. And then he looks at her. He goes, your job is to make him happy. And I'm like, yeah. wait, Sam, is she listening right now? No, she's probably putting our kids to bed. Oh. Yeah. But I love her nonetheless. Wait, Father Boyd, you said that? Yeah. Oh, he told us the first day. He said, uh, uh, you don't do what he don't want. In other words, if he don't like Dolma, you don't make Dolma seven days a week. <laughs> That was what he told me first day. I remember. Well, that. I think he was in line by the time it was my turn. He he became in line. Your somehow. speech was more was deeper. If my no, wife, this was in the if my wife made Doma seven days a week, I'd marry her all over again. What are you talking this is, about? This is in the counseling kind of those sessions that you get before you get married. The classes and the yeah, sessions. we did that. Yeah, we. Have so a, that's what yeah. he told me, and, and to me, it, it still rings true. He's right. It's not fifty-fifty. It's a hundred-hundred. So back to your point, right? 
Give it your all. That's all I'll say about that. Yeah, don't Drop take the mic. Don't take your spouse for granted. It's right. not complicated. Don't take right. it for granted. Do good things for them. That's it. And believe me, people feel when you're doing good for them, they do good back for you. Well, Amen. Fine. I'm going to go home and apologize to my wife now. Yeah. Damn you, Joe. <laughs> yeah. You know, because guys come out with the I'm the boss. I got to show them the boss routine, all that crap. Shit. Not my, my house. She's the boss. <laughs> yeah. Real talk. She's the boss. <laughs> I won't go into those stories. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Changing. No, not with me. We went out to dinner with a, with a, a group of people not too long ago. And one of the guys sat next to me. Um, he, he's, you know, making some smart comments about, you know, I'm the boss. You know, I'm going to eat what I want. You know, she's telling me, you know, you don't want to eat that stuff. It's not good for you. He's like, I'll eat what I want. I'm the boss. Whatever. And I'm like, man, okay, fine. Then uh, afterwards, we're going to go somewhere else. We ate dinner. We're going to go to another place. You know, it's, uh, we're going to go out for drink, have some drinks. And uh, he, he's like, well, let me see what the wife has to, wants to do. Let me see. She just says, no. I'm like, I thought you were the boss, man. What happened? All of a sudden. He's not the boss, you know. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think it's just a bunch of flaws. He wears the thong in the family. No, no. Just he, saying, he, I'm just saying. Wow. Listen, real. listen. That was brutal. For Sometimes, real. He, you know, he's he's. Uh, they'll say I wear the pants in the family. I'm like, yeah, you do, but you put an apron over them. That's a different story. <laughs> well, actually, and if there's that 20 year gap, he wears the depends for thong. Doesn't that defeat the purpose of what they're for? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Skip all, right. all day. Changing gears, the floor is yours, the mic is yours only. Arab American toilet paper. <laughs> not worthy to line my pig pen with. Wow. As I always say. I don't like that news. It's not a real I never even seen it. It's so. not a how do they even call themselves a a news source? I don't even know they're a reputable. The they're not a reputable. You know, it's funny because the <laughs> here's the biggest problem I have with they them. They should call it the okay. bacon. Right. Here's the here's the biggest problem I have with them. Okay. They have the nerve to label everybody else as bigots. But yet all their posts and all their articles have some form of bigotry in them. How do you like that? That's very true. I haven't read it, but I, I got to say something about the Middle Eastern culture in general. Like whether it be um, – whether it's Chaldean, Jewish, whatever. Do you notice everybody's always on the defense? I mean, are we like – it's funny that people blow themselves up in, in the Muslim <laughs> culture, but they're always like the victim. <laughs> Yeah, like, right. Everyone's the victim. I'm the victim. Oh, woe is me. I'm so offended. It's like always looking to blame someone else. Not? Everyone's always looking to blame and and you know, we've been done wrong and everyone's prejudiced against us. Like, no, dude, just love relax, you know? the other person. How about that for a change, right? Well, we do that all the How time. About ignore too? things that bother you. Ooh. What a concept. What? That's no fun. <laughs> we wouldn't have a show if that was the case. So <laughs> how many how many of you guys read the article where they criticized what the bishop said? I read it. Um, I did not. Well, basically, they're criticizing when when Bishop Francis was in front of uh, Congress, right? In Washington. In Washington D.C., and he's basically making the case for. No, I saw that. Yeah, so I like, saw this, that is, that's the whole yeah. point of it. So he's making the case, and the case was: is it easier for a an, a person from that region? Let's say you know, he's specifically talking to Muslims. Muslims in that region, to they already speak the, the language, they know the culture to be moved and relocated to another Muslim country or to Germany, to other parts of Europe, to the U.S.? What's easier for them? To stay there. To stay in that region because, yeah. again, they know the culture, they know the language. But with Christians, unfortunately, we, we want to bring them to the Western countries and maybe here to the U.S. because they're not accepted anywhere else in that region, right? So here you have, now they're saying that, oh, now you can't say we want Christians to come in but not Muslims to come in. 
That wasn't his point. He's not saying don't don't bring them here. Don't you know close the. Uh, he didn't say close the door to them. He just said what's easier for a Muslim person to right. be relocated to Qatar. To be relocated to Kuwait, no, no, to be relocated it. there, no, I heard the Emirates, yeah. other countries. But the problem is this: those countries don't want their own people. That's, that's where I'm having a problem. First, they don't want them, and then not just that. Don't they want to go there? Don't they want to go there? They would want to go there. If I were a person in that region that lived there all my life, I know the language, I know the culture. Why would I want to go to a foreign country with I know nothing, no support system, and 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 I'll, okay. and I'll be left hanging to dry, or go somewhere where at least can speak the language. Okay, so now there's, you know, different classes, right, of people we're talking about now. So a I'm lot just of, talking Middle Eastern people. Middle Eastern people, but there's different classes. There's the there's poor, there's the poor, there's the middle, there's upper, and there's the prince who owns a sure. gazillion dollars of gold and all okay. this stuff. So your point? They don't want the poverty in their country. They're all because poor. They there is like, no middle class in the in those countries. No, no, it's, it's, it's they're super they have, rich or right. they're super poor. But see, but a lot of these countries, unless they're their own national citizens, don't want the super poor coming from other countries because it lowers the standards of that country or lowers their. Okay, so their, then why their, do we take their, them? Why should we take them? If that's the I mean, case, yeah, who's but then we? That means that who's we? Who's we? Take the Christians either because but again, it's but, the lower. It's, but it's, here's the who's thing: who's we? Talking about the United States? Yeah, we accept everybody. I get it. That's the problem. We sh- maybe we shouldn't accept everyone the way we accept them today. When I came to the U.S., you had to be sponsored by someone. That's how my parents came over. Okay. No, You're sponsored by someone that they can show that they them, can yeah. help you, support you, and get you on your feet. You don't just come here and put your hand out and say to the U.S. government, pay up. That's what's happening today. So we can only handle so much. But again, back to his point, Bishop Francis' point was, where should you relocate those people to? Other countries in that region. It would be easier. And why? And why? Because they know the culture. They know... They're already the same religion, same culture, same language. It's easier for them. If it was easy for a Christian to do that, believe me, they would. But the problem is the neighboring countries don't even want the Christian either. So to me, I'm thinking, okay, if the it doesn't matter if they're poor or not, okay, they're poor. They're not getting a so they're not getting socialist uh, government or assistance in that country anyway. They'll live like everybody else, right? But they won't. That's why they go to Germany and they go to the UK and they go to Sweden because after a certain amount of time, the government is taking care of them. That is because their governments have, they feel like human rights and everybody should get this and everybody. But that, no, I, I, this is where the bleeding heart does not work. Correct. Okay. First of all, you should not be in a country that you don't want to assimilate in. And you know and I know. Or that you can't assimilate in. Or that you don't want to assimilate in. It's different than if you can't and you don't want to. Yes. When my grandfather came here by ship and a 45-day boat ride, herded him by cattle because he wanted a better life, and kissed the ground of the United States when he got here. He didn't come here to wear a fucking hijab and sit there and say, screw you guys, I hate this country. Right. There's a big difference in what you're talking That's about right. and this culture that you're bringing into this country and your yep. culture taking to Germany and the culture you're taking these other places. They're enforcing their rule on the place that they're going to. High five. So send that send yeah. those people back. I, they're look, in Sweden burning the Swedish flag and yeah, government so, doesn't So what is this? So here's the, here's the, the point there. Don't on? compare these immigrants 
to let's say Hispanic immigrants are coming here Correct. who are trying to build a better life. For I themselves. agree with you there. They want or a better life for family them. people yep. because they can't make money in Mexico that are coming here to do good for themselves. True. Don't compare the two. So they still walk around their disasters. You see them. You see them in other and parts. Catholic. They're Catholic. That's right. So that's a big point too. So you see them walk around in different parts, either whether it be Dearborn or other mostly Muslim areas. They're still in their dishdashas. They're still yep. in their sitras and dishdashas and their na'alas and their uggles. No, where so, were we the other So day? here's the thing. So uh, here's my point is. Costco and Commerce, there was, a, a guy walked in with a full white uh, dishdasha, white thing on his head, and his wife was a complete ninja covering. Ninja. You've been <laughs> all you see is her eyes. Commerce at Costco, my wife was like, can you believe that? I should know why, man. I'll tell you the Go to thing. 12 Oaks. Go to 12 Oaks all over the place. Yeah, yeah, I heard about that, Mark. I was in Macy's, 12 Oaks. I'm mm-hmm. like, is this serious? I looked at my wife. I go, is this serious right now? What's going man. on here? I don't know. I think well, You know what? You should have this. Like, when we had our, our store and somebody came in on Halloween with a mask, I tell them no you mask, take it please. Yeah, I tell them no you. mask, please. I don't know if I'm going to get robbed or not. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, but here's my point. The point how I'm do you know the, the ninja is not a, a, a guy under there? <laughs> with a bomb under there. <laughs> so you're right. They're not assimilating, Mark. That's exactly what is is not happening. They're not assimilating. So they're immigrating. And they're taking over. And So... Here, this is the mentality of of the the way I look at it is immigration without assimilation is an invasion. That's what that is. Yeah. It's an invasion. That's true. So either you you can come find open arms, but you have to assimilate. You can't say. I mean, you're going to do everything in your culture. You you can't have that law, whatever that law is here. This, we we are a country of laws. No, I, I agree with you. The Chaldeans came over to America, and they didn't become farmers like how they were in Turkey. We became professionals over the years. We, we've become a part of the American culture. 100%. Even though we have our roots and we have our morals and we have our values. I agree. Listen, but again, there's a lot of Muslims, so it's, it's bound to happen. As opposed to assimilated, <laughs> that's, that's the one thing that I will totally agree on with you. I know that we've had our differences, Sam, but that is the one thing. We, we are not. Yeah, we have. That's okay. Remember. No, it's always. Want to hear about this? It's all seven mile talk. It's all seven mile talk. As long as you assimilate, I think that's what makes that's what makes the difference. Yeah. That's where you see the professional. Yeah, I mean, it's almost like it's almost like driving. It's almost like driving through seven mile right now, and there's probably not even a trace of of any Chaldean there, not even a trace. But if you go to Dearborn, I mean. It's 99% Muslimana. So, again, talk about Chaldeans. I mean, they no longer are in seven. It's, that's like my point. It's like, I'm sorry to say Dearborn's a shithole. You're right. It, it, I agree. You know, the, the houses are slums. The neighborhoods are packed. It's just like Detroit. It's just well, one mile not, over. Not all of them. Oh, Don't get me wrong. Dearborn Heights. There's some houses in Dearborn. Yeah, great Dearborn. area. Fine. But no, most of Dearborn is a shithole. Dearborn is what? Dearborn is what? Seven mile was back in the eighties. We should no, do a tour. The difference is, but you know what? See the difference. The difference Iraqi is, kebab. Have you been to Hamtramck? Have you been to Hamtramck? It's a mile on Schaefer. That's nice. I mean, that's it. Otherwise, but, you know, Dearborn I'll is. I give him credit for one is, thing. Is, the guy who lives in Dearborn. Hold on. This is because there's a right aid there. That's why it's. Sam, you know when you when if if you're on like Warren and Schaefer, let's say. You'll find the the old school like Detroit style homes, homes, yeah. But the next door, there's a three thousand square foot house. That's because they want to live there. Just, Look, you know. at the end yeah. of the day, I, mean, I, guess, I don't like care, That's fine. dude. It doesn't matter what culture you are. And if you're talking about the mo- the people that are professionals, or Muslims, the doctors, the women that you don't see with all the stuff on, 
the hijab? Just, yeah, the hijab, where they're just yeah. like normal, look Amer- the American look to them. That's fine. If you want to assimilate yeah. and be a part of this culture, mm-hmm. everyone is welcome to the United States that wants to be a part of the culture. Wait, they're, welcome. Wait, they're welcome to wear their headscarves. No. Yes, oh, yes. the headscarf, but not the face thing covering no, the whole the face. face. No, they're welcome. Now, hold on. How come they can wear that and I can't tint my windows? It's illegal. Yeah, they can, this story. Why? I want to, I'm going to have my windows tinted <laughs> just to align. Like the bottom, no, the bottom is, line is they have, what, what's great about this country is they can wear that headscarf and nobody's going to say anything. So not, you can wear your cross on your chest. And nobody's yep. going to say anything to you. But when you cover your whole body like a garbage bag, Dude, this is a problem. That's a big problem. The bottom line here and is... They were trying to make you cover your head like a garbage bag. Yeah. The bottom line here is Dearborn's been around forever. It's not a Muslim-owned city or anything like that. So <laughs> when I say it's a shithole, it's not because of Muslims. I'm saying it's a shithole because of just the way Dearborn is. It's just like a Hamtramck type of area or anything like that. There's no, really no production, no process going there. Uh, the public municipalities are great. The police are great. Everything like that. But when you, if you drove down Warren and you closed your eyes and and you opened them, you I, you I would think you're in, in a third world. Really? Have you been again? You know? Have you been to Hamtramck lately? Any yeah, I've been to yeah. 12 Mile and Ryan. Absolutely. Every sign on the 12 Mile and Ryan, all the way to 14 Ryan, is in Arabic. I don't so like I mean, that. No, no, I'm sorry, <laughs> I don't like that. Whether it's a Chaldean I, I sign like or not, either. I don't like I that I think, either. hey, if it's yeah. a sign, is it going to be? We've it should be in English. First Maybe of all, subtitles in we've done the same thing know. on Ryan. I'm telling you, every oh, sign has Arabic writing in it. I first, first, first of all, I close my eyes all the time. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. Second of all, I, that Joe's getting old, Omar. I hear what you're saying, but Ryan is more Ryan is more a civilized area, I think. You know, exactly. There's trees. There's trees there and grass. No, it's not. No, it's not. Yeah, there's trees, grass. My family lives on that side of town. Yeah, it's, I don't like going regardless, over there without a gun. Regardless, assimilation <laughs> the, is the key. The, exactly, assimilation is the key. So right, exactly. So assimilation, and so the Arab American toilet paper. Okay, and yes, I say this boldly. I don't care who's listening. This is coming from me, Big O, the main host of the show. Yeah, yeah. Right. Hmm. Right. Okay. <laughs> Arab American toilet yeah, paper has left the building. <laughs> <laughs> so has everybody else. You guys are a bunch of jabronis, okay? All they want to do, if you guys have read their articles very carefully, they want to bash our community. They want to take every opportunity to bash our community, whatever whatever it takes, and, and they do it very subtly, right, so that you can't very directly say, okay, you guys did this and that. So they do it very subtly. But you guys are trying to bash the Chaldean community. Shame on you. This is coming from me, not from the show, from me, okay? Shame on you. You're nothing but a bunch of jabronis. You guys suck as writers. It's a rock thing. Break your back. Make them humble. (laughs) And then one in – oh, yeah. No, we're not going to go that far? (laughs) Yeah, I don't even know what jabroni means. Like kind of macaroni or something? Like like pasaroni? I think The Rock used to say that back in the wrestling days. Yeah, Yeah, he did. they have you, read, of have you read some of the the comments that were made? Disgusting. Uh, and talk about hatred. And wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on, guys. Hold on. Let me tell you the first first uh, news flash. Never read comments on a column. If you want to win, if there's ever a waste of time, yeah. Because these are all freaking trolls all over the place. Oh, oh, oh. Chaldeans, Chaldeans get crazy too on there. Oh, That's not Chaldeans get crazy. Trolls, not, yeah. 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 Big yeah. yeah. Dude. People will dog Mother Teresa on comments. They'll say that she should be giving nuns because she couldn't get to get a date. That's this is how stupid people are in comments. So that's why you have to avoid all comments. They talk about the Pope. They talk about 
Just avoid no, no. that section completely. You're, I would say 95% completely because the comments, 5% reflect the, – the, the comments reflect 5% the, the poster or the paper's intent was, Okay. Right? Are you okay. saying? Yeah. Are you saying the the, and the other five percent is trying to sell you Viagra? What is it? Are they inciting this? One thousand percent they're inciting this. Okay. One million percent they're inciting this. Okay. They're doing it very manipulatively. Yeah. Like right? the media in the United States, same a- way. A- absolutely. Media absolutely. sucks. Well, uh, we need that, we need people to call in three four seven eight five seven three eight four seven. That's the phone call. We're live. Uh, give us uh, some feedback on the comments and uh, what we're talking about. Three five seven. No, three four seven. We're not insulting. Three four seven eight five seven three eight four seven. That's three four seven eight five seven three eight four seven. We have any other topics, Omar? Here's a here's the uh, I know we I know we have Rafid we have Rafid calling in in a little bit here so but here's some uh, here's what the news here ISIS slashes salaries of fighters by half citing economic challenges those guys are getting paid are you kidding that me? was in American <laughs> news this is on their website so they the, oh my gosh what is, did they what cut their these, benefits these poor too? guys they're gonna <laughs> did they to cut start. their benefits <laughs> they did oh god. Yeah, yeah, they get they get seventy one virgins now. Yeah. yeah, they're missing a virgin. They get seventy one virgins instead of seventy four. Bro, they got to spread them out more. So, what did they say about Bishop Francis? What was the problem? The, the comments they made were. What What was the problem with Bishop Francis? What was the whole uh, a post about? What was their article about? The article, really, all they they twisted what he had to say for the most part. Saying that, oh, you can't just limit it to Christians only, which is what, which is not what he was doing. Okay, he wasn't limiting to Christians only. He was just he was making the case. What is it easier for the those people? Where is it easier for them to assimilate? Right. That's all he was doing. But they twisted everything, saying, oh, he's you know you can't say only Christians. He never said only Christians coming. So they twisted it, and then the, the no, comment, because there was another representative next to him from representing the Yazidis. Yazidis. Yes, right. another non-Christian group. Yep. So, um, was there somebody representing the Assyrians, or was he representing both? Was Bishop representing both? He just, uh, in, in general, the he was Christians, not representing yes, Christians. Christians. And he talked about Yazidis too. He did. He, I know. I, so he just he said minorities. He was he was talking about the minorities. Well, I mean, he, he said minority, but it's the Christians and Yazidis. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I mean. I mean, is it have to be uh, World War Three before they did like the Jews and they gave them Israel? They're going to give us a little piece of land and, and let us go there, or <laughs> they're going to have to give diplomatic immunity to all the Christians and bring them here. And eventually, you're going to get such a backlash here with what's going on with the extreme Islamic extremists that they're going to do what they did oh, with the right. Japanese in World War. They're either going to get rid of them. Who was that? We got we got Rafa. No, I don't think that we got Rafit in the house. Rafit, turn your radio off in the background. Well, here's here, let me. Can you hear us, Rafit? Hello. Hey, Rafit. Hi, Rafit. What's up, man? Good morning. Good morning. No, no. What? Good evening. Oh, good it's evening. morning for him, right? It's like an eight-hour difference or something. Yeah. It's four. Did you have your chai and your gamma? Oh, sounds so good. <laughs> How are you, Rafit? Okay. Hey guys, what's happening? Hey, how are you, Rafa? Sounds like you need a cup of coffee, Rafa. Rafa, you tired, look as good man. as you sound. 
I know. You too. Hey, thank you. God bless you. A little you. vodka there today, Omar? No. I'm... Not a little. No. Not I a little. Tell. I know Omar when you he does the show. I know. Believe me. Yeah. I've seen some we of your... We have uh, host. It's called Tito's. <laughs> ah, I'm yeah. drinking ice cold water on the rocks, uh, Robin. Yeah. You're not drinking anything, don't lie. How are I you said guys? water on the oh, <laughs> Robin, what's going on? How was your trip, up, guys? What's happening? Who's who's there, by the way? I I'm not. I can't tell. I know Sam, Omar, Mark. No, no. Me, Sam. Is that Sam here? Mark. No. Who? What? Sam. Sam? The real Sam. Sam. The real McCoy. Sam Gumma. Yeah. Gumma exactly is. His name is yeah. Sam. So he's me, he's Mark, got dark hair Sam, and short. <laughs> and he owns Joe Sessi, a.k.a. DJ Flex, and Lena Antoon. <laughs> Lena who? Lena Antoon. Say oh. hello, Rafid. Oh, some, I had some kind of message from your show. I'm sorry. Who was oh, that okay. again? Lena who? Lena Antoon. Oh, okay. Hello, everybody. Just, just, say, just say hello, Rafid. Say hello. Huh? Hello, Rafid. <laughs> <laughs> so how was your your journey to, uh, to Mesopotamia? Is he still there? Yeah, he's there. Wow. Yes. Oh, man. This has been something different, completely different than the last two. Today, just today, let me tell you, I went to Sinjar Mountain. And I think many of you know Sinjar. That was all over the news, the mountain, how people got trapped. And uh, and um, so it's about three to three and a half hours from here. Can you guys hear me? Yes. Yeah. You're good. Okay. Continue. Sinjar, let me just tell you a little bit. Uh-oh. Hold on one second. Well, uh, he's calling from a satellite phone. Apparently, it's uh, gone out. We'll wait for his phone call. We're having some technical difficulties. Um, no, we don't need a break. Did he interrupt prayer so they cut him off? Yeah. We're going to talk about Sinjar Mountain, and hopefully Rocket will call back. Yeah. I want to ask him, actually, about... Um, the oldest monastery in Iraq that ISIS had just recently destroyed. It was in the news today and yesterday, wow. actually. And, and Rafa, if you can hear us, please call back. So the monastery is 1,400 years old. Wow. Okay. It's been there, again, for 1,400 years, and satellite photos were released yesterday and, and today, and ISIS has completely destroyed it. So just a heartbreaking uh, development to hear that it's completely gone. And this place was when um, a lot of soldiers, Iraqi, uh, U.S. soldiers that were stationed there would go there for mass. So aside from that, the history is just completely gone. So just a sad day for not just Iraqi Christians, but I think Christians all, I mean, all around the world. Like everything else in Iraq, in our culture, just, they just keep. Well, see, this is, this is a tactic by them. They erase a culture, or they erase the history, and it takes only one generation before they forget about it, right? They forget about it once they, oh, if, if a young child at the age of 10 drives by this big monastery, no matter what faith he practices, let's say it's not, it's not, he's not a Christian, he might be Yazidi or Muslim, yeah, what's that? That's the oldest monastery in the country. Yeah. For, uh, son, 1,400 years it's been here, that's not what anymore. Christians do. So now it's not there for that person to really, so they erase history. It, again, it takes one generation before it's done. And this is a, a tactic that's been done by good old Mo for a long, long time. 
Okay, so this has been the case. So this is what they do. They delete, they destroy, and they basically delete it. So it's a shame. Unfortunately, it's a shame. So Iraq. So they're basically will never be the same. obliterating history. That's all it is. So I think the people should be in an uproar. Not just Christians, but people who love history, science, anything of that nature. I don't have to be a Christian to be upset. This is history. This is if someone went into the DIA and started to, to destroy art, how would you feel, right? That's exactly what's happening today. And they're erasing it one at a time. Like they destroyed the, the, the tomb of Jonah, right? They, they destroyed all these uh, tombstones, old things that have been there ever since St. Thomas himself passed through the land of two rivers to bring the, the word to the Chaldeans in the north, right? And those, some of those things have been there ever since then. Can you imagine? We have, we have Justina on the line. Justina, how are you? Hello. Hey, how are you? Hey, how are you? Good, thank you. What do you have to say? Um, why everybody on uh, Instagram, they do um, DMs. DM? What is it? DM. Direct message? DM, yes. What do you mean? If you DM, make a picture. You who sent somebody sent you naked pictures? Yeah. Who did that? Yeah. Send them to me, please. Think <laughs> <laughs> your Are you okay? She's gonna put me to sleep. I think when I get home. Bam! Justina, are you okay? Yeah. What is wrong? Did you? Did, okay. I'm okay. Are you okay? Oh, hey, 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 <laughs> hey. Watch who you talking to, okay? Seriously, Mark, on, stop sending me direct Justina, messages. Justina, 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 who, who sent you naked pictures, Justina? Who? I said it. Selwan. 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 Oh. I know him. Selwan. who? What's his Whatever he's sending you, his belly is covering it anyway. I, I want to talk to Selwan. Can he send me the same pictures? <laughs> what are you going to send me a picture, Omar? Yeah, please. What's your DM? What what is it? Your DM. What's your DM? Well, I don't know. <laughs> Obviously, you're full of shit. Okay. Uh, we'll talk to you later, Justina. <laughs> Thank you, Justina. We'll say a prayer for you. Thank you very much. What is me? Are you Chaldean? Are you Chaldean? <laughs> Who is your dad, and what does he do? My dad. Thank you very much. Thank you, Justina. Bye bye. <laughs> That is weird. That was awesome. Oh, man, that was great. Every All once right. in a while, they get through. Say hello to Justina, everybody. <laughs> hello, Justina. <laughs> I, she's, uh, That's the best yeah, one. I know him. Yeah. Hi, boy, okay, D. Did we get a hold of Rafa yet or no? Is he calling back? He hasn't called back yet. So, again, the whole point is the, the erasing of cultures, and unfortunately, it's happening all across the Middle East. Okay. So when is the UN going to step in and say, hey, and recognize us and okay. say, hey? All right. I mean, why are we making enough noise? We need to make a lot more noise. But we're who, not making who, enough, who's obviously. in charge of the UN? Who's what? the biggest contributor to the UN? The U.S.? The U.S., right? Okay. No, the U.S. is. Okay, and do you, so think our, the- you think our Muslim president is going to say something, Khaled? <laughs> Saudi is humanitarian? <laughs> you know, this guy's turning. Yeah, right. He's enforcing the laws he wants to enforce. I think he, he maybe he may not be, but he's very empathetic and sympathetic to 
to that religion, to that faith, because he even said himself, the greatest sound he's, he's ever heard is the sound of the call to I, prayer. I heard that. And okay, he says it. But he says it. So that's that's his take on it. So do you think he's going to but say, don't he like do this? The, the governor of Chicago or whatever the hell was. No, he was a senator for like not even a term. Whatever, nine months. In nine Chicago months. or, no, or Illinois. Didn't he? No, he didn't do a term. No, he didn't do a full nope. U.S. term. Can you vote for him? See, so see, obviously, okay. So in Chicago, in the media, she voted so for him. So sure. to me, the <laughs> Chicago is the the equivalent of Detroit versus like Cal, like how much we have Chaldeans here is how many Assyrians are there. Yeah, if yeah. not more. Okay, your so point is. My point is, he knows the people. He doesn't give and a doesn't shit, about shit the and that's what's pissing me off even more. Yeah, he doesn't care. No, he, he, he doesn't. He no. Doesn't. So the. We have to so make. He knows who the people are. Yeah, but so, he doesn't care. So why does it take Bishop Francis to go over there and say in front, something in front of a committee? Why does it take all this before somebody says, "Hey, whoa, guys, guess what? There's Christians over there." there it doesn't matter if it's just, but they're you killing everybody. Nothing against them, but they're sure. literally what a quarter of what the Christians are over sure, there. Sure, but yeah. when you have and they're any- getting recognized in the media, and we're not. I mean, yep. I'm sorry. I think there's something fishy there. Yeah. Well, that's that's. Every article yeah, that I yo, read, BBC. No, I'm serious. Every yo, article look, that I read during when when ISIS came in there and started destroying everything, CNN, BBC, all these guys, Yazidi, 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 and I'm like, um, yeah, hello, knock knock. Is that only Sean Hannity mentioned Christians? What's so complicated for you guys to think about? Think about the media's view on the Catholic faith. Oh, think sure. about the attack that the faith gets all the time in the media's eye all the time. It doesn't. We are the last why, of the Mohicans. Why are we you surprised? They know you don't fight back. They don't. They're not going to go bash the Muslim faith because they don't want a Charlie Hebdo uh, well, situation. They don't. Well, even uh, South Park. Uh, South Park couldn't even do it. They put up. Right. They were going to do a spoof on Muhammad. And they put a big black uh, bar, lion yeah. bar over him and said, "Comedy Central has banned us from blah blah blah." They're yeah. worried about a Charlie Hebdo situation. Sure. That's so funny because I was reading. And a- that's a religion of tolerance, though. Very tolerant religion. I was reading um, a book by Stephen Colbert. And he said, you read? Yeah, sometimes. Oh. Okay. And uh, and he was describing different religions and Hinduism and Shintoism and yeah. He talked. To, he made fun of agnostics and atheists and all that stuff. And then he says, um, when he got to the Muslim part of the book, and he was like, uh, Islam is a religion based on the teachings of the Prophet Muhammad. Blessings and peace be upon him. And that's all I have to say about that. Yeah. And then he just stops. Yeah. And I'm like, you're not going to dog them. You dug everybody else. He said cannot. He said something about Shintoism, how they worship, all these kind of different things, yeah. and he goes, "That's bullshit." And then, and then he wouldn't make fun of. You can't. Yeah. Oh, I oh. Whoa, wow. language, Steve. Yeah. Allah. <laughs> but again, every religion, every faith has a common thread, and I've said it before. The common thread is the golden rule, right? The golden yep. rule. Treat others how you want to be treated. Exactly. All of the religions that you mentioned have that except Islam. 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 Yeah, I agree. That's it. That's the only one that's, oh, you treat me this way, I'm going to kill you. You know what I mean? It's the only, only. Every time you say that, I feel like I'm going to, I'm going to see a, de- a detonator like, down going to blow up or something. <laughs> that should be an Arab so, American toilet paper. You guys are a bunch of jabronis. Please explain didn't your they, didn't, What does that jabroni, mean? Jabroni? Uh-huh. It's just uh, Chaldean, it's a demeaning, it's Chaldean a, slash Arabic <laughs> translation of plate. Yeah. Yep. It's a demeaning term that The Rock used in yeah. WWF. It's exactly. just whatever. If you knew yeah, wrestling, you would understand it. But I watched the yeah, Oh, yeah. Iron Sheik used it first. Yeah, he did. 
<laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> oh, please. So what was the thing um, in the Arab American news? They talked about O'Day when he said a prayer before one of the dinners or one of the so, awards things. So O'Day, uh, O'Day Arabu. Yeah, that's, I saw that too. That's yeah. the, I thought you were referring to that earlier, but I guess yeah. you weren't. So O'Day Arabu uh, at, a, at a dinner last October, end of 2015, um, you know, he basically said a Christian prayer at a dinner. And then he said uh, something like, if, oh. I would, if I would say this in certain parts of the Middle East, I would get shot or beheaded. Yeah. And he got, yeah, of course he would. And he got, he got criticized for that. Come on, man. Seriously? Because uh, he spoke the truth. You know, said, Thank and, you. Well, well, no. Even if it wasn't the truth, it's because he spoke. So Muslims, uh, no, not the Muslims, but let's say the Arab American news, forget. Or Islamic because they're a, you know Because they're a, 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 they're a paper because... Freedom of speech, so they're going to criticize something you know, criticize him for saying something he was able to say. It's because it didn't, uh, they didn't agree with it, and uh, it exactly. goes against their agenda. And we, they're as they're the biggest bigots there is. Yeah, we, we have we have Brandy from Southfield on the line. Brandy, hi, Brandy. Yes. Hey, how are you? Good. How about you? Good. Oh, you still want to show you his penis too? Oh. <laughs> stop! Please. Just what? Stop. No. <laughs> Is she related to Nigel? <laughs> how, how, how Hi, Brandy. What What's do you your want question? to talk about, Brandy? There's a couple of questions. Okay. I just want to know why Chaldean guys are dogs. Why are you guys such dogs? Oh. Are you Chaldean? Oh. Yes. You are Chaldean? Yeah. You know, dogs do you, attract do you dogs. Speak, do you speak Chaldean? You know, this is actually yes. true. Let let me hear you say. Let me hear you speak some Chaldean. Well, speak to me, and I'll speak back to you. No, no, hold, okay. So, so, so what? What? Define what Red you mean by dogs, please. Cheaters, liars, manipulators. Well, okay. That, those Actually, are, that's all men. I don't think there's only Chaldeans. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Those are good questions. But let me ask you something. Don't you think the Chaldean woman have taken that path too? No. No. What? No, not Why at all. Give me that look. <laughs> okay, Brandy. Brandy, let me ask. Let me ask you a question, Brandy. Yes. Can I ask? Are you of age? Yes. How old are you? How old are you? Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Oh my God. Okay, good. Sure, dog. So you're okay, 30. so uh, you you asked a question, a very valid question. Why? I guess you can you can why are men dogs or why why are Chaldean men dogs? Because you're generali- generalizing. Not all Chaldean men are dogs. Well, I only but a dog. Sense, so it makes sense for me to say why are Chaldean men dogs? Yeah. So if that's your question, I would say this: any dog, whether they're Chaldean dogs, Jewish dogs, whatever dogs, any kind of dogs, dogs <laughs> it doesn't matter. A dog is gonna go. Uh, smell another dog's behind if if that dog is waving it around in the air, shaking it like anything else. So. Back to what Omar said, sometimes women attract these kind of dogs by their behavior as well. Allahu Akbar. No more Tito's for you, man. No more Tito's for this guy. Omar. So, yes. You didn't know Omar? No. Muammar Gaddafi. It's Muhammad. 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 Okay, okay, so listen, 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 we have, 
Listen, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We have uh, Rafid calling from our deal. Takes precedence over this. If you guys want to hang on, we'll answer your questions later. Keep listening. Rafid, the infamous, is calling live from Erbil, so that takes precedent over whatever you're saying. Thank you. Why? And hold on no, if you like. Would you stop? Shut it. your mouth. So <laughs> come Rafid. Rafid. What's happening? Hey, Rafid. Ah, welcome back, Rafid. Okay. Thank you. Thank so you were saying about... Their phones here. I, I can figure. So let's okay. pick up where you left off, Prophet. You were saying about Mount Sinjar. You were there three hours or three and a half hours from where you are. So we'll just pick up where you left yes. off. But we also want to hear, if you can, if we have time, what the take is on the destruction of the oldest monastery in uh, in Iraq that was destroyed by ISIS. You may have already heard about it in the news uh, today or yesterday. I honestly have not heard the news. It's been a long, long day. You know what? I'm one of those that believes it's it's very very sad, but our faith is is, is a living faith. You know, sometimes you let go of the past. I always look at our Lord Jesus. You know, he started his faith in Jerusalem. Yet our faith is not based in Jerusalem; it's based in our heart. So yeah, it is sad, but but you know, let's move on. Let's create a new monastery. Let's create a new uh, um, church, church, faith, a foundation. You know, to for people to practice their faith. So I am not huge on those. I'm really, really not huge on those. I care about the people who are uh, evicted from their homes, lost everything, and and they're still clinging to their faith. To me, that's priceless. Buildings you can always rebuild. Good point. So that's my take on that. Now, go back to what I was saying. Sure. Let me ask you something, Rafid. Um, I mean, you've been there for several days now. You're going to come back sometime next week. Who or what is the most inspirational story that you have run into there? Uh, there are quite a few, but of course, Miriam, that little girl that um, talking about forgiving them. You know, I sat with that family for about three to three and a half hours, and I talked to her parents mainly, and I see why she's like that. Her upbringing, especially her mother, is <laughs> me very strong faithful person. Um, you know, and I talked to her mother about that. She said, you know what? That forgiveness that she's talking about, she's young, but that comes from the from her parents. She said sometimes she, the kids would see us argue, then we forgive each other, we love each other, and then we're back to a happy family. That's the environment she grew up in. That's the Christian way of life, and that's where that stands for because she really didn't have any encounters with any extremist or ISIS or or anything because the family left before anything they left their village and, that's and, why and just, just just right so and just for anybody who doesn't know who's listening uh Maryam is 10 years old and her her story was i mean it was beautiful it was very inspirational uh Rafid actually posted a video of her singing and you know it's just just a beautiful voice beautiful sentiments um and and she miss she misses her home she misses her best friend Sandra um and and just just uh like I said Rafid posted a video did you get see it 
I've seen it before, yeah. I'll be posting probably a couple of more. I did an interview, a six-minute interview with her, and I had her sister sitting next to us, too. And I might go back when I go to Abil and uh, uh, we're thinking of taking our family out to dinner a couple of years. They live in a in a thousand caravan center. And these conditions are really, really, I mean, you know what? I don't wish them on anybody. Yesterday we visited another place I posted about today called Dawoodiya. It's a thousand caravans, 900 Yazidis, 100 Christians in the, in the mud. And I mean, you know what? Unreal. Four to five people living in one caravan. Caravan is just a box. They have to, a lot of times they have to share restrooms, showers. And remember, to me, the worst thing is the sanitation. They don't have the, uh, nowhere near what we have here. They have to share all of that with, and it's not like they have people coming in and cleaning these. I, I cannot, cannot explain it, and I don't want to make anybody, you know, sick. But I visited a few areas yesterday, Arad and Mengesh, and the priest in Mengesh, the one I did the interview, they take care of a lot of people, including even Arab Muslims who are also displaced. That's the beauty. That's the thing that even maybe more than Maryam, but our people and all the troubles that they're, all the heartache that they're going through, they still are helping others of other faith. Like, for example, when I visited Albania the first day, 50 families, 50 Azidi families living in an old school, they are part of our diocese now. Anything they get, food or whatever they do, they, are, they get an equal share, you know, as everybody else. Same thing up north. When I went to... Um, to one of the villages yesterday talking to Abu Salim, he said the same thing. They have a couple hundred Yazidi families there uh, living in a, used to be a hotel built by Saddam, I believe, but now, of course, it's run down. <laughs> and I think few Muslim Arab families, and they also get equal shares, and Anishka village, I'm sorry, and they get equal shares, and that's throughout all the villages. That's what really, really amazed me, that our church and our people are still taking care of these people. And let me tell you, I've said it before and I'll say it again, and I see the difference, unfortunately, between us and the Yazidis, and I even talked to them today on the right to Sinjar. Our church, we, you, I should say, we have no idea how blessed we are to have our church and our clergy here and back home. Without them, our people would be lost. We would have a lot of enslaved girls. They really acted and reacted quickly, worked in, in, as, a, as a unit from one village to another, got them, you know, the things that they needed and, you know, to get them going. And I wouldn't say they're nowhere near where they should be, but if you tell me from one to ten, most of the people here are between maybe three and four, meaning they're getting food, they're getting shelter, but and few people are getting jobs here and there, but not enough nearly not enough for anything but probably just to get by, you know, their food bill and a little bit here and there, clothing and things like that. That's, I think, what really struck me. But I've always known that. But they continue to do that for others as much as for ourselves. It's really amazing. It's a true testament to our faith. So, Rafa, I have a question for you. So you're seeing it firsthand. They have their faith. It seems like that's all they have. And and I hate to say this, but is there hope 
for them to go back to their home at some point what what's the the feeling on the ground and what's the news on the ground what's the pulse of what you're hearing and, and what uh, what is happening as far as the governmental level if you hear anything i know you're not involved in that type of thing but is there hope for them to to go back to their home and their villages at all as you know, Sam, good question. The first time, uh, this is my third trip. The first time I went, they had just moved everybody from tents to caravans. There was a lot of yeah, relief, right. a lot of, uh, okay. And uh, the the first trip, even the second one, a lot of them thought this was going to be temporary, maybe month, yes. two, three, and everybody would go back. Well, it's a year and maybe four months or maybe a year and a half later now. Most people, you give them the chance, <laughs> excuse me, they would leave in a heartbeat, most of them. Some of them tell you, you know, I, I like many of parents, at first, yeah, you know, we, we don't mind staying. And then I said, you know what, how about your daughter? She said, that's the thing. There's no future. We left everything for our daughters. We could never, ever go back and coexist. Everybody says if we go back, it has to be under international protection. Not... Sure. To so, simulate and go back into where the way life was, that is right. almost zero, zero. Anybody well, the reason no, 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 you have no, to no, say, no, no, you have no, to say no, the reason is because there's already been so much betrayal. Now, not only that, so, so, and the fear, right? But, but living there, I think living there is idealistic, not realistic. Bottom line, <laughs> it's idealistic. It, it, stay there, well, live there. Well, yeah, go ahead. Let me. Uh, I think you said something about the government, and I heard you earlier talking about ISIS uh, cutting their here. Everybody's fed up with the government, and because a lot of people are owed back pay from the Iraqi government, that's the one you need to pay attention to. More importantly, today they came out with an announcement. They said they did give some people half a pay, and it's become a joke. I'll, I'll, you know, everybody's only getting half a pay because Alice has the government is struggling, and everybody says I'm only going to watch half television, half phone. And they're they're making all kinds of jokes about that. But the government yeah. today said we cannot afford to pay anything anymore, and especially with the oil prices being down, and they depend on that. So that's the one also that they're they lost hope in the government. Because at least some of them were getting back pay. Most of them were uh, government workers. Whatever they can do, they're not even. They're out four to five months of pay, and people uh, are really, really fed up. I start to get nervous. As if I told the guy today, nothing that the Yazidi guy. He goes, you know what? The way the oil prices are, the way the government is, we're gonna starve here, the entire country. And imagine so, uh, this is me. Yes. So. So, Rafid, we have a caller, uh, Michael from Southfield. Michael? Hello. Hello, guys. How are you? How are you? Good. How are you? Hello. I'm doing good. Thanks. This is a great subject. As far as okay. dating, when you're getting older, I'm 44 now. Okay. Uh, divorced when I was 28 years old. I married a white girl. She was cheating on me for three years. And bless her heart. This is so, you know, this is just this is the bad thing. But I keep myself in shape. I work out. I do, you know, cup, couple the blue pill when I need them. Everything work out, you know. When I you dating, you just have to know what you're doing. And um, other than that, everything's fine, though. It's not that bad, you know. This is how this country we are, you know. Yeah. So, 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 what's your opinion, Michael? My opinion is 
you know, it's better to meet Goodall and, you know, have steady relationship. But dating now in this country is not that bad. You have a lot of options. Mm. Okay. Good idea. Thank you. Thank you for the call, Michael. Thank you for the call. No problem. Anyway, anything else, guys? Uh, how are you sleeping and eating, Rafid? We want to know. Uh, everybody can constantly, oh, yeah, come on, go to come on. Listen, you know, Rafid. Fast, so I have to fast. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, it's maybe a, tomorrow is over, though. You can eat some good food probably. Up Rafid, uh, you know, it's not about for you. It's not about Bowser. It's not about Bowser. It's going out all day long, and I really don't trust too much food out. I've always been like that. I swear to you, two days in a row, three days in a row, I would have me a bag of chips only and pop and not eat until I get to the to the hotel, maybe 7, 8, or even 9 o'clock. That's it. So, Rafa, so what did you eat at the hotel? So, Rafa, forget about food, yeah, man. Forget, forget about, about all this crap. Hold on. Are you in a safe zone right now? I am Are these considered like green zones, like a safe zone? How does this work? The Hulk is in Kurdistan. The Hulk and being all those are pretty safe. Anywhere you travel here, there are checkpoints. Again, another great testament for the Christian faith. When they know you're Christian, go. They even learn few surah words. They're looking for, if you're an Arab, they will stop you. They will probably, you know, do all kinds of checking. There are checkpoints every maybe four or five miles, for example, especially when you enter every city. We're pretty safe here in Duhok, Erbil, but going to Sinjar today, we passed through some Arab towns. Um, like inhabitants were Arabs who were all deserted now because these are the people, as I've always said, it's the neighbors, it's the neighbors. Now it's no secret. These are the people when ISIS came in, they turned on their neighbors. So they pretty much cleaned all of those out. Only few people were allowed to come back. They only allowed the, the Arabs to come back to their homes, the ones who came out publicly at the time denouncing ISIS. That was, that's the only. So we went through those. I'll tell you, it was a little scary because going up the mountain, his car broke down. <laughs> right, that mountain, by the way, is gorgeous. It's gorgeous as far as scenery. But on the way back, it was super dark in the middle of nowhere. The car broke down again. Jeez. And it's not like you can call a tow truck and, and you could be in the middle of an air town. I just didn't want to talk too much. You don't want the family or anybody to hear R- and get involved. Yes. Rafa, we have one more minute left. We want to thank everybody for participating. Sure. We want to thank Mark, uh, Sam, Lena, Flex, Steve, and of course Rafa for calling in. Uh, we'll thank you, too, Bigo. Thank you, guys. Keep, keep, Rafa, keep Rafa, God prayers. bless you, man. God bless you, Rafa. Travel safe. Rafa, you better be safe, we brother. We worry about you. By the, way, by the way, I am praying for How is Ashton doing? I just want to know. Any changes, anything? I'm oh. really praying and worried about this kid. Thanks, Rafa. Actually, I mean, right now he's not doing well. It really is going to take a miracle to pull him out of this. But uh, we thank well, everybody we'll for all their prayers and goodwill. Thank you, Rafid. I send my best to the family. Thank you, guys. Okay. Rafid, uh, try to bring us a couple home, please. Thank you, Rafid. We'll Come see you in the rabbit. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. And no Reggie's, Rafid. <laughs> you guys got a second?
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.